sexiest fat men alive. Hey! Six minutes past the hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here for another hour. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Put your hands together. There he is, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubsy. Rick, glad to be here. And uh, Rick, just glad to be an American today. That's right. As we continue forward, we'll get through all this, people. Just everybody be cool. Can I give be a, cool? Can, be cool. Can I give all of our socialists out there just a little heads up? Because I know that you, you're hoping uh, that we'll remove all blocks that are in the way of you taking the republic and, and jamming it into your new version of socialism. Thousands protest against socialism in Argentina. Right. Uh, we have that story. To my goodness, they're not. Embra- Bubba, they're not loving it. Uh, <laughs> they are not loving it. Uh, the anti-socialist demonstrations took place across Argentina uh, against the administration of socialist President Alberto Fernandez, whose management has led. Are you waiting on it, Bubba? Are you waiting on I'm it? I'm here. The socialistic president and his administration, the people of Argentina are in the streets because they say his management and his administration, wait for it, has led to a severe economic crisis. <gasps> oh, no. Once again, Bubba, I keep looking for that win for socialism. And, yeah, you can't and, find it. And Venezuela, Venezuela, you know, it's, it's been a big win for the Chavez family, but not so much for the people, one of the wealthiest countries in the world until socialism took over. And, uh, and now – uh, looks like Argentina says we're not digging it either. Um, Listen, socialism has one thing going for it: Marxism, communism. It's an easy sell to the uninformed masses. That's all it's got going for it. It's easy to market because mm-hmm. you just go, "Hey, look what everybody else has got. You ain't got. I'm going to even the score. All right, go get them." <laughs> but the problem is, before you know it, you don't have food in the store or toilet paper. Right, and that's bad. Ruling class gets a sweet gig. Yep. Everybody else, now you're right. It's, it's equal across the board. Everybody's equally miserable and has no, you know, you, you think it's a good thing to. You, you remember we couldn't find rump ribbon during the, the COVID run? <laughs> what if that was all the what time? What if that was all the time? And, and what if food was the same way? Right. Yeah. What, what if that old bread aisle looked mm-hmm. like the toilet paper aisle? Mm-hmm. What if you? What if your hope was maybe we can find a sheep we can keep? Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, Bubba, the Supreme Court today, uh, they are to hear – on overturning Obamacare, uh, this was the tax right. uh, that John Roberts gave us uh, in a move that could leave. Look, of course, this has this is how it's reported, in a move that could leave twenty million uninsured and allow COVID nineteen to be classed as pre existing condition to deny coverage. No, that, I've never I've never heard that in any Come argument on, until yeah, this yes. vote this came up. <laughs> Supreme <laughs> Court is hearing cases on it, and I think that. Uh, at least when you, you read what a lot of the discussion has been on it, there's a pretty good chance that they're going to separate Obamacare or the Affordable Health Care Act from the individual mandate uh, and maybe say the mandate is not legal, but they would let the ACA part of it stand. Because, look, <clears throat> most of these judges who are conservative do not like to be activists. They don't like to get in. They want the legislative branch, the Congress, to work out the plan. But they're there to, to put the bumper guards up and go, ah, you went too far here. And that's probably what you're going to see. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess sometimes I think, and I know that Gary Palmer does not talk very loud. Right. And he's not, he's not dynamic in the microphone. Right. No, he knows his facts. This is, a, this is a congressman representative from Alabama that we had on the show, and he came in and said the Trump administration has a proposal – 
that will, we think, be able to keep Americans insured even with pre-existing conditions. Right, right. Even with pre-existing, which I would have said if I'd have been in the meeting, there's no way to do that. Well, in, uh, pure, it, in, in the pure insurance right, right. example, you can't. It right. doesn't work. Right. So you have to find some way to subsidize that. Right. Okay, and their way of doing it is making everyone overpay their premiums by about 5%, according to his plan. Right. And and what would happen with the Obamacare version of this is it went rampant and everybody's premiums shot through the roof right. as opposed to having a kind of a governor on it saying a little bit for everybody to subsidize the pre-existing as opposed to all this crazy, uh, you know, mm-hmm. ri- well, rise and fall it, it, and, and it running into the ground and it going broke and you can't, and you can't support it. Rick, here's the truth about the Obamacare. It, it was not set up to be a health care system. It was set up to redistribute wealth. And to move us to a one-payer system. And, mm-hmm. and, and see, it, they were trying to do a lot of things with it. And, the, and you go, what do you mean by that? Well, they promised that, the, that the, it would be affordable. But Michael Hams, who sits right here, was on it. It was nowhere close to affordable. But they would subsidize people's payments into it if you met certain criteria. Well, see, that's how they were getting around that. They said, well, for these people, it will be affordable. For Michael Hams, who's out here working, got a job, he's going to pay through the nose. Right. So that was part of their redistributing of socialism. wealth in this mm-hmm. socialism in it. Yeah, right. the, the plan that, uh, that, that Congressman Palmer was talking about basically will create a pool of money to subsidize the pre-existing condition people by making everyone overpay slightly. That's one way you can do it. Right, and and that uh, apparently was was rejected. The American people didn't get all fired up about that if this election. Well, stands. I I don't think I don't think they rolled it out far enough and mm. presented it in the right way. No, I will I will say this. But I think from a from a model on paper, it looks like it will work. And according to the congressman. Several states were already doing this model, and it was working for them prior to Obamacare. Right, and we talked about that. I will say this for the Republicans. I don't know how all this is going to go. It, it doesn't look good, and, and maybe something will happen or it may not. But I really believe that if conservatives just, just had the ability to do a better job of communicating what, what, what conservatism really is, and real simple, straightforward things, you would find people being won over to it. But just like this, do y'all remember anybody doing a job of communicating what Bubba just said other than this show, talking to Gary Palmer on the show? No, I'd never mm-hmm. heard it before never. Congressman Palmer brought no. it up. So and does anybody when you when you when you heard us talking to Mike Huckabee this past weekend, when we got down to the nutshell that the Constitutional Republic was designed to allow people maximum liberty so that they could maximize their God-giving potential, something as simple as that, and and talk about how the free market actually gives you your best shot, uh, lower taxes are good for everybody, uh, reasonable corporate taxes keep the economy churning, thus keep the jobs here. Why are these things not communicated by the very people that are giving the job to communicate them? See, because you don't all you hear if if you know if you're able to dis, to know these things on your own, you're fine. But mm-hmm. what if you're somebody that was not raised in these things and you've never been told these things before? It's almost like the Republicans just assume 
that everybody knows the difference in the two ideologies, and I think that's been a huge mistake. Right. I don't think it com- is, is communicated. It's not communicated to the African-American community very well. Uh, you see those in the black community, they're conservatives. They found that out on their own, or they had family members that taught them that. But the Republicans have never done a good job uh, I, uh, other than, you know, you did see Trump sit down and say, let's, let's make some deals. Let's, let's talk to the black community about what they need. But, but no one's ever done a good job of going into the black community and say, here's why you would do better under the ideology of the conservatives of this country versus the liberals. It's never communicated very well. Uh, and I know there's a lot of static you got to get through and all that, mm-hmm. but, but that's the reason why if you'll just develop a way to say it in simplistic soundbite ways, you really can. I mean, because if you think about it, if you're a person that is for high taxes, because I know you think you're not going to pay them, but you do. If you're for high corporate taxes that run businesses and jobs out of this country, if you're for government uh, being your daddy and your mommy from the time you're born to the time you die, if you believe that, you're grossly uninformed. You, you, you have taken on a terrible ideology. And, uh, and it's flawed, and it, has, it does not have a record of success. And if they're selling you right now that socialism is going to make your life better, I am so sorry. You have not been informed, and you have not educated yourself on these ideologies, and you don't understand a constitutional republic, and you don't understand capitalism, and you don't understand the free market, and you don't understand liberty. And, and you don't understand why our founding fathers put this constitution to limit government. Government is not the answer to your problems. It never has been. It never will be. In this country, it was never intended to be. And I I think that message, frankly, by the right, is poorly communicated. Yeah, and it's usually a bunch of old white-haired guys with glasses that right. seem to be totally out of touch that, yeah. that are saying it, and look, message never gets through. Mitch McConnell, what was at the heart of his speech yesterday, was really, really good, but having to hear him give it was horrible. And we like pretty shiny things in this country, and right. that ain't it. Right. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes past the hour first phone troll of the day it's time for you to come in and, uh, and have a word at 866 we be big 30 seconds of pop let's go long distance directly assistance eric pope two on two we will start uh with uh tyler out of boaz he'll get us started there's plenty of room for you harry murdahl's taking your phone calls if you try to call right now you will get in and because we're doing a troll and the buzzer will hit at 30 We'll move through these pretty quick, so the odds of you getting on are pretty high because we, we have 10 lines versus a lot of shows that only have maybe four, six at the most. We have 10, so more of you can get in, and then we start the phone throw, which means we work to you quicker. Tyler, get us started. Uh, 30 seconds. Brother, go right ahead. What's up, fellas? Hey, you, you I was kind of wondering, I'm still kind of new to the uh, the whole political scene. This on the second time. But I was wondering, could you explain the whole stolen election thing? Like which time? <laughs> you talking about the latest? <laughs> I mean, the, right. time, the, well, the allegation now? The allegation yeah. now? Yeah, the, 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 yeah. The, the allegation now is they're saying that, uh, that, that there, there seems to be some oddities. Irregularities. Uh, irregularities. Like it, that right. Basically, it looked like if you voted in person, you voted for Trump. If you mailed, if you mailed your votes in, uh, you voted for Biden. Now, it's, it's not that simple, but that's kind of how it, it comes out. And people are saying, well, that seems odd. And we do know that mail-in voting 
has always been riddled with fraud. Uh, harvesting votes is something we've caught uh, various elections going on local, state, and federal in the past. And COVID forced America into accepting uh, the, uh, the the mail-in voting, even though it has had issues every time we've tried to do it. So what we also had is we had Secretary of State's, the allegations are that they changed the rules on even on a mail-in that had to be postmarked by date. If it came in after this time, was it supposed to be counted? Uh, we also had uh, some glitches in some of the software that, uh, that they know for a fact. Uh, there were like 6,000 votes that went to the wrong candidate. About 33 other places were using this same software. Do we know whether they had the glitch or not? So there's a lot of gray area and a lot of things, and uh, it'll all be investigated and it'll be looked into. And if there's something found there, uh, it may mean something. If it's all, even if something's found, but it doesn't seem to really have an impact on the outcome, you probably won't see a big deal made about it. So there's a process going now to certify all the votes in every state to make sure there was no foul play. Yeah, and I, I think that just the pure definition is that that if you say an election stolen, that meant that votes that were not legally cast are being counted, right. and you don't think that's fair. Right, and, and you also, when you use the word stolen, you have to prove that an opposing uh, political party went out with the intention uh, to manipulate the outcome uh, that they thought they were going to lose. Uh, and we know the, the Democrats over the last four years of Trump have an attempt to remove him, so they're probably not involved in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's been no indication that they won't mm-hmm. have tried right. to remove him for right. false accusations or trumped up things. No pun intended. But that's a, there, there's the burden of proof is now on the Trump administration. So we'll, we will see. Uh, let's go to Haley in Birmingham. Haley, uh, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. I just wanted to say I went back and watched the clip that you were talking about of Whoopi Goldberg. And the thing that just bothered me the most about what she said was, the fact that over the last four years, she literally hasn't even said his name as he is the president of the United States. And I just think that is so disrespectful to him as the president. And it's just, I, I was just completely floored when she said that. I just. Well, I mean, there are a lot of people. I've seen both sides do that, where you you have such disdain for a certain political person that you don't want to say that that's your president. That's ain't my president. That's y'all's president. I mean, we've seen that. With mm-hmm. I've heard people do that on both sides of the fence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go to Greg in Gulf Shores, Sunny one hundred and five. Greg, go ahead. Enjoying your show this morning. Thank you, hey, buddy. Guys, I I love the the health the Affordable Health Care Act. You know why? My insurance has gone up $147 per pay period starting next year. That's fantastic, isn't it? it Don't you love it? What, was it $297? What, is that right? Yeah. and per, also, pay, per month. Remember, you could keep your insurance if you liked it, and you can keep your doctor if you want to. <laughs> and uh, and, and that, that, when, you, when you hear what you're saying, the word affordable should probably not be in there. Mm-hmm. To Seth in Milton. Seth, go ahead, 30 seconds. How about it, buddy? Hey, uh, Green Acres. Thanks for the call. Glad you did. Go ahead. Uh, I was just wondering what y'all thought about uh, Notre Dame storming the field and and a, a big mad rush about a COVID testing for them to return to school. Um, I personally think that it is about ridiculous, um, and I just don't know how long we can keep living this way. Yeah, I, I think testing everybody that stormed the field. The big thing was what Greg was saying. You're Notre Dame. All you did was win a game. You didn't win a championship. You shouldn't be storming the field anyway, COVID or no COVID. 
but you know that's the world we live in now, it's especially the college academics. They're 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 about to have a just a complete meltdown over COVID. And uh, you remember you remember all the professors are going to die and all the teachers are going to die and, mm-hmm. and all that. And um, really, you see that young healthy people don't seem to have too much of a problem with it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think all that's silly. Uh, let's go to uh, Mike. Mike, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead, thirty seconds. Morning, gentlemen. Hey, buddy. Wow, what a wheel. Uh, well, <laughs> you never know. Uh, listen, I uh, I wanted to make a point about what you were saying earlier about uh, the Republicans getting a message out or a point out about something. If the media decides not to put that point out there, they're not going to get it out. Well, but you still can do it when you that you have the floor, like in a presidential debate, uh, in a state of the union, uh, when everybody's watching, and you do have access to. I, I think it doesn't work with talk radio and Fox News, even though Fox News has changed a little bit in these other news sources, because people that you need to change their point of view don't listen to or watch those things. So you, you have to when you have that moment when you have been given a platform to speak to the country. That's when you have to do it. Uh, and you have to know what you're dealing with. You have to go into these communities, too. Have some stump speeches. Stand up and talk. Uh, let's go to Kathy in Alabama. Kathy, welcome to the program. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Love y'all. Thank you. i got a question for you to roll over. <laughs> My nine-year-old grandson came home and told his dad that, the, that he voted at school. Yeah. And that just sort of rolled over his dad. And then his dad told me, and I was like, whoa, I don't like that. So, I just need y'all's thoughts on it. I don't have a problem with it if you're my teaching. Ki- all of my kids did, and, and I love it. I think it's great that they're showing them the process of voting. Yeah, now if they're telling them how to vote. No, yeah, no, no, they're, they're not doing that. Yeah, but I, just, I don't know if that's what she's alleging happened with her grandson. Yeah. But if they're telling them how to vote, I'd have a problem yeah. with that. But teaching yeah. them how to vote, uh, we yeah, need the it. process of getting registered and go mm-hmm. and either use a machine or Did whatever. Did she say that, that they told them how to vote? Well, that's how her voice sounded because I don't understand why it would bother otherwise. Uh, now, if the, if the kids are learning how the voting process works, yeah. that's great. And uh, but if you're if you're sitting down teaching them how to be little little liberals in the future or little conservatives, well, that well, comes with a curriculum, Rick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I start yeah. to say that may be yeah. that may be built into this. Yeah. I, I guess don't know. I guess what she's saying is, well, once they teach them how to vote and they go through the curriculum, they're going to vote Democrat. Yeah. Uh, indoctrination. Uh, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Do want to point you to mypillow.com. We were talking about Mike Lindell last hour. And uh, there's there's some great opportunities available at mypillow.com. And um, so this is cool. Uh, we're go- uh, Mike's decided he's going to extend a lot of these deals that were going to be for a limited time and extend them all the way through March 1st of 2021. And uh, so, and hopefully, 2021 will will feel a little different than 2020 has felt. Well, I, I got all the 2020; I can stand. Uh, but anyway, so uh, the premium my pillow, the one that started it all, is now uh, listed at the lowest price ever. That means you can get a standard uh, queen premium my pillow for just 29.98. They were originally 69 dollars and 98 cents, so you're saving 40 bucks. And the kings are only five dollars more, so don't put this off. Now is the time to buy. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen premium pillow, uh, but as I mentioned, this, this, this price will be extended 
through March 1st of 2021. So go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Listeners. Uh, you'll see it's like a square there. Use the promo code Bubba. Uh, there you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream Bed Sheets, the, the MyPillow Mattress Topper, the MyPillow Towel Sets, and more. MyPillow.com, click on Radio Listeners. Use promo code Bubba. Also, you can find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. All right, so Bubba, you remember, um, and I don't know how this is going to go. I, I still think we're going to be okay. You and I, were we, we went all in at the beginning about how will COVID and football exist together. Yep, I never thought we'd get off the ground. You thought we'd never get off the ground. I said we'll get off the ground, but we won't finish. Yeah. So it looks like I may still be in the yeah, game. You're still in the money right now. I, I, you're I'm, still in the hunt. I'm still in the hunt. Uh, Saturday's college football game between Auburn and Mississippi State has been postponed because of COVID-19 issues within the Mississippi State Bulldog program. Based on positive tests and those considered as close contacts, along with non-COVID injuries, uh, we do not have the minimum number of scholarship student-athletes available for Saturday's game against Auburn, according to MSU's Director of Athletics, John Cohen. Okay, can I ask you something? Because they wouldn't explain this, and I, and I wonder now for, for Vanderbilt. They would not explain this in the game Saturday. They kept telling us that Mississippi State had two offensive linemen that were not playing, and they never would tell you why. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I wonder, is, is that tied to this? Hmm. Uh, that 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 maybe they had tested positive for COVID, so they held them out. Mm-hmm. But now they realize that they've got too too many cases. And as yeah. you said, then that don't forget too, they're also having issues because because of the COVID cases. Now they go to the backups or the other players, and they have injuries that are not related to COVID. So all this working together in a perfect storm. They don't have enough. They don't have enough. Yeah. Well, the SEC had previously set a minimum threshold of 53 available scholarship athletes in order to compete. And if you fall below that, you can basically call no joy and they'll reschedule Yeah, well, and Mississippi State's saying with our COVID numbers mixed with our injury numbers – uh, we we don't we can't make right. that number. Now the yeah. SEC has been hard, hit hard, especially this week with COVID nineteen testing. Texas A and M had to shut down practice after receiving multiple positive tests. LSU's game against Alabama is now in jeopardy after LSU received multiple positive tests over the weekend, including starters on offense, defense, and special teams. Uh, Greg Stanky, uh, Sankey, the <laughs> commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> says we're going to keep moving forward. As a, actually has a, a dance named after. Right. A lot of people don't know. Right, yeah. He says we're not just going to throw our hands up and not uh, stop trying. We're going to come together depending on how much of a disruption occurs and we'll react to it. It's hard to predict. It's one of the lessons from the past few months. Well, in in a related story, the Pac-12 said their season is over after one game. (laughs) Rick, this is too scary. They're they're going back to where they came from. Like like we said earlier, this thing's like a a rubber ball down at the mall. It just keeps bouncing around. You think you got it down. You think trends are going down. Hey, here they come up again. All right. So talk Alabama uh, and 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 LSU. Where do they put the game? Because let's say that it is canceled or postponed or whatever right they don't really have anywhere to put it because lsu already had their bye week right and have already uh ha- have to play florida on december the 12th for a makeup game so i don't know where they're going to put it uh maybe it gets canceled altogether well if i was in this situation um because of the horrific year that lsu is having 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they mathematically have no shot of right of, of doing anything else this season. Um, and Alabama is is rolling. Could, could, would it really matter if you just declared it a no game and just it didn't it, didn't, it wouldn't a win or it, <laughs> yeah it, it wouldn't, wouldn't a win or a loss? Well, you know, Rick, the, let me tell you, if there's a convenient week to have COVID, this is it. I, <laughs> I, I said this earlier. <laughs> I, I if I that. if I'm playing Alabama, yeah. I just my team yeah. all of a sudden gets it. Well, they ah. what's it going to hurt? Other, if I'm yeah. unless I'm Texas A and M, which I think they've already played and Alabama beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that's in it. I, I just say yeah. hey, we got COVID this week, guys. So Sankey said he's actually getting teams that Alabama just have left to play, saying they also don't have enough. Players. It, it, it appears that everybody on Alabama's schedule is suddenly getting sick. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, guys, it, it couldn't help this darn COVID. Yeah. Yes, we can't play you guys. Mm. And we'd all we'd all like to see if we could maybe continue our lives without this game. So you could see a scenario where you have the SEC championship game, and then you have other meaningless games within the conference You're that right. just have to be played that weekend to make them up, just because the ads in this story are saying that they they're asking permission. They're asking they? permission For to uh, December nineteenth weekend. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I, I guess so. For and, money, yeah. I guess. What? Why else would you play? Them? Well, and and fulfill think, TV contracts. Maybe I don't know. Well, and, and think about this. Remember this new trend of people who think they have career after college not playing in meaningless bowl games. So I think you'll have a lot of players bail out on it. I don't even know if you'll have enough to do it. Well, if you look, I mean, we've had players. Uh, now, if I'm third team, I'm all yeah. excited. I think I may get in the game. But, but we're having players that are just leaving just calls all over the place. Yeah. Oh, They're yeah. just saying, nah, yeah, I am. and if my team's not in the hunt, I ain't continuing right. this. And then you have some that, you know, like Hill at, at Mississippi State that said, okay, it's kind of not really what I thought. I'm just going to get ready for the draft. And then right. you have others that are bailing and just transferring. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, it's, so. it's a weird, very weird. Time. I mean, you, you're going to make up a game that that you can hardly have any fans in anyway. It's just well, it's, they say we want we want the, the the players to have an opportunity to play, and so that's part of the, the conversation. Well, I'm but back. I'm back. Happened. I'm back to Bubba's point. You assume they want to play. Mm-hmm. You may get the big. Eh. And then how? Let me ask you this: How will this affect basketball? Basketball's gearing up now for their version of COVID. Where they're going to limit fans, they're going to put the players in a bubble, so to speak. Um, how, how is it going to affect it? Because it just it looks. I mean, this is the COVID world. We could have said no, we're not going to do it. We could lock down. We could stay in it, or we could try. And that's what we've done. We've tried, and it's uh, and it's taking its toll. I don't know about the new name, March Sadness. <laughs> I mean, it, it, well, we had that last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you, you do the best you can. Yeah, as I've said a thousand times. I'm glad these treatments are coming along. Yep. I hope they continue to get better. I'm glad a vaccine is is coming around the corner. Uh, in the meantime, you learn to live with it, and you protect those that are the most vulnerable, and you let the others get it and move on. Far as uh, and let me ask you this: I think this is important, even though we have a lot of kids getting this now mm-hmm. in college football. Are we having any hospitalizations? They're are up. all of them asymptomatic? For us, the players. Oh, no, I don't know about. I don't yeah, think I don't you're getting any hospital, hospitalizations. Uh, we we haven't know had, about it. We haven't had anybody die from it no. in college athletics that I'm aware of. No, no, you're right. So, but are most of them asymptomatic, or does some of them actually have a fever I and think get sick? Trevor I think Lawrence said he had mild symptoms. I think some he? of them are getting symptoms, but no mm-hmm. hospitalizations at this yeah. point. Well, and you do you know unless that. they're sending them there just for precautionary because they can. Well, know. and we also know that there's also some false positives coming with this yeah. rapid test. Yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, no Coach Saban was one. Yeah. You yeah. know, and you, yeah. and there's then you got those. You take the false positives and mix them in there too. You can get a much bigger number. You can. Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah. So, but the, but we're working around it. 
And mm-hmm. thank goodness no one has been seriously ill from it that I know of. That's straight, up, I though, straight up, though, I, I really was kind of half-joking. The way the Pac-12 acted about this, <laughs> I mean, is it possible they'll just run screaming and run back to where they came from? Well, here's the thing. Since they have not been on the field, they've not been practicing, uh, mm-hmm. are they, are they going to be – you know, not. Uh, I mean, I guess it's you. You have to figure out how it's getting into this to the system. Um, are they going to be? Will it just take five or six weeks for them to start seeing it, mm-hmm. or is it a general population issue that's just going to happen? Well, it's interesting because I was talking to my one son who had it and and got through it, and he said now there's. He, he said they they've tried to figure out where he got it because he said I, I couldn't really figure it out. Now they've gone back and think that maybe it. it you know, it, where he may have gotten it was not where he first, because now he's found out some people that he was working with on a project ended up testing positive that he didn't even know about. Oh. You know, and he's like, okay, well, it may have nothing to do with my trip to right. to see my friends who had already had it, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and not. You know, Did he have symptoms? I can't remember. One day, yeah, Caitlin ran a little fever that got high one day, mm-hmm. and that she was probably what I would call sick for three days. Uh, Brody was really only sick for one, but he was pretty sick that first day. But that was it. It only lasted one day with him. But he and he said, he said the hardest part about having it if you're young and healthy is not the sickness; it's the quarantine. Exactly. Yeah. When oh, you, yeah. Especially when you start feeling better. That was with Tyler and JC. Yeah. He said that was the most miserable part. Of it. Yeah. You mm. you are you are going out of your mind of boredom. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that when it rains for two days. Yeah, right. <laughs> Much <Yeah>. less this. <laughs> <laughs> 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba to the house. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top. Ooh, it brings Rick me and to Bubba my show. Knees. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIGS, our number. Thank y'all for being with us. All right, so um, as uh, we make our way back, we got a couple things we'll hit. We're trying to talk to Span about this latest potential hurricane. You talk about looking at some unknown paths. Yeah. My goodness. This is spinning like a top. I've heard of spaghetti there. before, but I, this is like spaghetti somebody dropped in the floor and it just yeah. fell everywhere. Well, it, it, gave it, it definitely backs up the name spaghetti model. Yeah. So, so you know we'll, when you spin around and, and with the bat and then you try to run to, to and yeah. you're just all over the place, that's yeah. what it's yeah. doing. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, Bubba, did you say you had a you needed to th- do a thank you today? Uh, well, we'll uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay, yeah. I just want to make mm-hmm. sure. David yeah. in Meridian, <laughs> listening to us on the bus. Hey, David, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, sir. How are you? I'm fired up and ready. Hey, I've got an update. I don't know if y'all read this. I just read it online. Uh, Georgia actually beat Florida last Saturday. They found three touchdowns Monday. They didn't know they scored. <laughs> that's good. We've seen the meme. That's pretty funny. That is funny. Whoever the first person put that out, that's very funny. Uh, I'll tell you what, Florida took uh, the Georgia and kind of spanked them a little bit. A little didn't bit. Yeah, well, they didn't tra- like it. Didn't treat Doug too good. <laughs> no, they didn't. Uh, so uh, in Florida, that's so classic. I mean, can they just just be just see if they can decide if they're going to be good or not? I mean, they have these <laughs> moments where you think, man, they go, they they, they going to own it. Then they'll, then they'll drop it and play inconsistent. Then they'll come back and beat somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, And I know that's frustrating. Um, that's what you get when you have a bunch of 18, 20-year-olds out there playing football. Yeah, I know. So unless you're Alabama, then you look the same every single year. <laughs> I mean, exactly. <laughs> then you don't have any variation whatsoever. No. You're like, these are just these same players in different numbers. You know, every year. They all look exactly the same. How, how do we do this? It's the same offensive line, very similar running backs, the quarterbacks. You know, 
So anyway, um, so I, I I see this story. You know, Alex Trebek went on in at eighty. Trebek. You know, I, I had people talking about the pancreatic <laughs> cancer, and that is I, I, that's horrible that he went through that. But he died at eighty. It's not like it grabbed him yeah. and, and ripped him out of the prime mm. of life. I mean, I think everybody in this room would sign an eighty deal. Wouldn't oh, I we? would today. Huh. Absolutely. And that's a, that's Where a, I'm that, sitting right now, Rick, it's a pretty good deal. That <laughs> 75, maybe not. Right, yeah. right. No, you're right. I but, may sign that one. Look, I don't know. Yeah, my, my, mom, my mom and dad are, <laughs> no tell, are telling me what it's like to be 80 and 79. Basically, the whole world didn't want to uh, deal with you or have oh, you. Yeah. He Amen. said, basically, they just try to appease you. Yep. Uh, she goes, you know, your doctor's like, oh, you're back again. Yeah, we'll try something else. We'll try that. <laughs> uh, over here now, they don't want to see you. Uh, so, I, 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 and Speedy told me this. <clears throat> I never watched Jeopardy unless somebody made me or I was watching a parody of Jeopardy. But um, I will tell you, it's not going to help if George, and we call him Snuffleupolis. Yeah. What, what is his name? Stephanopoulos. See, I can't have him as the host of Jeopardy because if we try to do a Jeopardy update, we're going to face this name again. Well, he needs to do like a lot of other people with hard names to say, go with some abbreviation. What is it, Bob? Sniffleopolis. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanopoulos. <laughs> to me, that's that. What I, what I love is he thinks he's owning it. Yeah, I know. He's got that look. <laughs> to me, you know. Oh, how about this? Why don't we name him George Stanky? Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but, but the uh, we, commission we, appreciates we, that this morning. Hey, we, look, we can all remember that one. It's all that, that name's always been a problem for me. Right. Too. Well. Look, y'all don't make y'all don't make fun of the people with problems, right? Right, right. <laughs> Bubba, let me tell you something. You're this close to getting good parking. <laughs> All right, so uh, so 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 this uh, so let's let's uh, <laughs> we can't have this name because then I, I I already struggle with Jeopardy. Now I have to struggle with Jeopardy and the guy Alex Trebek. We could say it was fun to say. Yeah, it was a fun name, Trebek. Yeah, and and to me this 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 sounds exactly like that. You know uh, how the sound guy, I mean yeah. the audio guy, would always introduce him with your host Alex Trebek. And and you remember the way that um, Daryl, what's his name, Hammond? Yeah, who uh, who would play Sean Connery? Yes, Trebek. <laughs> you know, and he would get on him. Am I got? It was a Daryl Hammond. Did that? Oh, <clears> right. But anyway, so uh, it also sounds like that that character from Sesame Street that was Bird's <laughs> Invisible Friend, Big Bird's Invisible Friend. Snuffleopolis. Mm-hmm. So, how do you say it? Stephanopoulos. <laughs> Stephanopoulos. Mm-hmm. See, I, I can't deal with that on Jeopardy. <laughs> Jeopardy's al- enough struggle for me already. Mm-hmm. I can't even answer the questions, and I can't say the host's name. Bubba, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> what was the big? But was it Snuffleupagus? Yeah, that was something the big like that. Yeah, yeah. to me, that's that's all I yeah, hear I every time you. I hear this it's name. Funny bird. <laughs> I mean. I remember thinking when I was a kid too. This was a downgrade. I don't like this character, and I don't want on here. Why? Why does George want that gig anyway? What's his, I mean, he's on ABC. He's right in the middle of everything. Well, did you see what Alex pulled down? Yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, What's he making? Oh, we, I was. Yeah, he we did. had talked about that yeah. years ago. Wasn't it about sixteen mil? And look, you take three or four days, Bob, like that, and cut thirty shows, and you don't yeah. have to work for forty five days. Yeah, you're done. Well, I'm kind of familiar with that. Yeah. See, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> back. You're owning me today. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Yeah, well, I like where you are. Yeah, he he. Uh, Lacey, stay this way till about Thursday. <laughs> See, look this right here. See, there's a picture that's of them together. Yeah. yeah, this is them together. That's Stephanopoulos and Snuffleupagus. Yeah, well, that's a mouthful. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, look, yeah, if he's going, I ain't going to try those. Guys. How about this? If if he's going to host a game show, let's just go to something like George Lightning or something. Oh, okay. We got to drop this. You went with yeah, Lightning. Listen, Jeopardy. Yeah. I, I I never liked Jeopardy. 
because it, 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 it made me feel stupid. Yeah. You know, I mean, and now really I won't did. be able to say the host name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I'm going to be even feeling more stupid. Yeah. I, I just, what I if y'all like are the it. voice guy and it's your job to intro him every day? Oh. Welcome to Jeopardy. Here's your host, George Snephalopoulos. <laughs> <laughs> Won't they just call him George S? <laughs> right. <laughs> like Something, Ted K. Yeah. George. <laughs> George, Ginger Z. George Lightning. <laughs> There's a lot of people going yeah. to something easy to say. Yeah. George Anderson. Yeah. I mean, give us something to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jerry in Illinois. Jerry, uh, Jerry. He made 16 meals. Is that what you said? Yeah, it was big well, money. It was, it, I may be not remembering I'm, right. I'm thinking back to when we did the story. It was huge I mean, money. He probably yeah, makes pretty good <clears throat> over at ABC. Yeah, but, but I mean, not Jeopardy that's, money. That's, that's a, a long job. That's a good yeah, gig. That, oh, yeah. Well, you see a lot of people that when they go into the game host world, they get out of everything else because I think it's a pretty good gig. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. great. Back to what Helmsy said. Come on over. We got to shoot. You know, over two weeks, we're done, and yeah. you got you got the rest of the year off. <clears throat> Let's go to Jerry in Illinois. Jerry, go ahead. Morning, guys. How you doing? I'm we're good, great. buddy. I've always called, called him George Stephanopoulos. I'm sorry, what did you say? I said I've always called, called George Stephanopoulos George Stephanopoulos. <laughs> you you realize you're saying the same word both times. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, <laughs> you sound like us. Uh, is it uh, Tamara? Uh, or Tamara, Tamara, go ahead, Huntsville. Tamara, Tamara, hey Tamara, this is Tamara, hey Tamara. <laughs> um, the perfect replacement is Will Ferrell playing Alex Trebek. Oh, yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah. I'll that tune in for that. That was good. By the way, we we wondered and we didn't see any of it, but I did see a couple of highlights yesterday that Saturday Night Live did get everybody out and they were ready for this past Saturday night when uh, uh, Biden was declared the winner. And I all I saw was just a couple of clips. So I don't know what all they did. I didn't hear any of it, but I saw some highlights. It looked like they, they it was pretty funny. <laughs> there, there. He just he is just funny to look at. Hey, Will Ferrell. Now he's funny. lost his way and he's a bird, but yeah, yeah, but he's yeah. funny to look at. No, he is. No, he's one of those people when he walks in the room, you start laughing. Him, yeah. Vince Vaughn, a couple of them, you just see their face, yeah. you, you start laughing. You yeah. can't help it. I kinda like to have lunch with them. Yep. And tell a few laughs. But what if we did and we found out they weren't any fun unless they were filming? Huh? Top of the hour. If you uh, are leaving us, uh, then we'll catch you on tomorrow's show, Lord willing. If you got more Rick and Bubba, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us as we start a brand new hour. And we'll continue to be chatting with you as we go forward. I do want to encourage you, if you haven't been to the Rick and Bubba store in a while, uh, you need to go check out. We got new items, and and they're rolling. Uh, You know, we're now packing up, and you'll start receiving these Christmas boxes. Uh, It's a really cool gift idea. They're, They're limited in number. Uh, all the items have come in, and they're all ready to go. Uh, boy, what a great idea for the Christmas uh, list that you have. You've got some Rick and Bubba folks on there. You might want it for yourself. It's going to have some Rick and Bubba socks in there, the new Rick and Bubba Christmas ornament, a Rick and Bubba beanie, uh, some snacks from Bubba and me, our favorite snacks, peanut M&Ms and chocolate-covered almonds. And I think what's really cool about it, you'll like it, comes in this box. It's like collectible. has the logo on it and has Merry Christmas on it and you get a card, the person that you get this for, gets a card from the show, all of us have signed it, and a little Christmas message uh, to the to your, your your person that you're sending it to. So you can see them uh, if you go to rickandbubba.com, click on the store, 
and uh, those Christmas boxes are ready to go. If you haven't ordered yours, you can. Other things, Rick and Bubba pajama bottoms uh, are now available. Uh, we've got the Rick and Bubba hoodie that is available that is new, the new Rick and Bubba CD, uh, Follow the Science, a radio pandemic. Uh, that is available. Uh, you know, We've got all kinds of new items uh, that are available for you if you haven't shopped there, and, and uh, they're all there and ready to ship when you're ready to go. So be sure you check that uh, on your to-do list for the upcoming Christmas season. You know, it's getting, we don't know how it's going to go. I mean, it's looking like more and more, uh, even this year that, um, that our, our family will probably just everybody do their own thing. I don't, I don't think we'll have a big gathering, uh, over some of the concerns and we'll see how it goes with COVID may or may not. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but, um, I, I know that, um, we always try to update people on what is it like if you're people that have to deal with all of us off the air, you know, the people that we live in your neighborhood, the people that we, Maybe we our kids go to school with your kid, or maybe we end up coaching one of your kids one time, or you go to church with us. And and I found that many times people find us to be dangerous because I if you, I don't know if you've ever had anybody come to the show, or I mean come into a friendship group that you're part of where people know you knew you for a long time and somebody new has kind of showed up. I noticed that that my friends will say to this person. Be careful what you do and say around Burgess. Right, right. They, you get that standard hey, disclaimer. They've, they've got five hours to fill, and you could end up on the show, or what happened could end up on the show. So they'll look at you and say, "That's that's on. That's going to be on the show, isn't it?" And and that, what I say is yes, because I, I mean, just look at them and say, seven o'clock." We have a lot together, and I don't know what happened with with Helmsy in his neighborhood. I I heard him talking to his wife. Uh, and I don't know if whatever Easy. happened with the what do y'all do? you want me to get into the same about the refrigerator and all that, or <clears throat> I mean I don't know what oh, happened. I forgot about that. I don't know yeah. how that ended up. Uh, and then I hear you said na- I hear you nearly burned your neighborhood up. Well, I, that's a little stretch. Yeah, uh, Speedy stretched that out a little bit. Yeah. Now I was concerned at one point yesterday. <laughs> so let's <laughs> see. Listen, you hear that? What did he say? Fire truck came. That's not true. <laughs> so so for those of you that missed, I had a tree. Sp- just split the trampoline, which was a big topic saw on the that. show. Yeah, saw that. So I had to remove the trampoline, got it gone, I had to remove the tree, and it landed real close to where we keep firewood, so it was perfect. It didn't have to drag anything up. Mm-hmm. So instead of the trampoline area, I thought, you know what, I want to make, because it's already dug out nice and everything, the Uh-oh. trenches, I can move some dirt around easy and make a fire pit there. Mm. Oh, yeah. And not do it. We've got a fire pit on the other side that's it's one of those that you just buy it at Lowe's or Home Depot for sure. 80 bucks in the last three years. And you wish it was bigger. Yeah, mm. I know. And, and would last long. It's they weather. Last long. And, and so it, it's over there. And so I've had about four of them. This weekend, I just, mm. I took and I was fire. On one side of the house and fire on the other. I mean, getting logs in there, and I'd watch a little football. I had a little TV deal. You tried watching, to have two fires? Had two fires going at once. Anybody that would that likes fires would have mm. loved my setup this week. That weekend. seems like that may be too many fires, though. A lot of you fires. Can't keep well, and so the other, the one that I'm trying to make, it's not a full-blown fire mm. pit. I basically I, I hold it out about three or four foot wide, put some rocks around it, and it's not a – don't think I'm out here doing a burn pile in the middle of Estavia. Mm-hmm. It's a fire pit. I mean, I just hadn't got all my You seem stuff. a little defensive about it. Well, and so yeah. I asked Amanda, I said, I don't even know if I can do this in the city. Mm-hmm. And she says – and I, she says, well, I mean, I mean, Bob, we'll just throw Bob. Bob was down the hill the other day burning some things. I'm pretty sure he, he was he was doing what you're doing. I think it's fine. Wow, Bob said a bad example. And, and <laughs> so I said, I trust Bob. Like, hey, Bob, Bob is my go-to. If I see him doing things out in the yard, I think, well, I can do that. 
Well, you know, if I ever see him like with anything, yeah. it comes to outdoors. I think Bob's giving me the green light. You know what it is? We all have that guy in our neighborhood. Where we look to it and say, "Well, Bob's doing it. It must be okay." And Bob's <laughs> listen. Hey, look, he's he's an attorney. He's pretty mm-hmm. professional. I mean, pretty classy guy. Mm-hmm. And he's got, but he's got an outdoor side to him that I really like. So I always look for him. When I'm seeing him tinker mm-hmm. around things. Mm-hmm. I think, man, I kind of want to go down there and hang out with Bob. So when Amanda said Bob was burning something the other day, yeah. I thought, well, there's my green light. And yeah. so did this for 48, 72 hours straight where I'm constantly yeah. – I would shut it down at night and mm-hmm. then start it back up. Right. So Sunday night I thought, well, I'm not going to burn anything for a few days because of the storm, the wind, everything mm-hmm. that we're going to get some rain. And yeah. so I've got it to a point I'm where done I, really, burning. I like it right now. So mm-hmm. I'll just – Bob, Bob stop burning, I've stopped burning. I'll focus on <laughs> creating this – fire pit mm-hmm. atmosphere that i want mm-hmm. and so yesterday i get to moving some uh, leaves around and uh, i got on the roof cleaned out the gutters again because of the rain and i accidentally moved to my left with a blower Uh-oh. and that Uh-oh. that fire pit mm. i mean i even poured water on it sunday night yeah, but those embers underneath i scattered it into the leaves Uh-oh. that are like 20 feet mm-hmm. ahead mm-hmm. as things started smoking <laughs> And I just dropped the blower. I ran and got this big pot that Amanda uses to to water plants and stuff instead of carrying it. I filled it up quick. I'm out there hitting leaf after leaf. Just, mm-hmm. just I mean, was wor- for a minute I was worried. And then, mm-hmm. of course, that happened probably about 2.30 yesterday afternoon. So I was watching it all night to make sure. I sat out there last night oh, on the no. deck for you like the, an hour just the, making sure. You had the uneasy go to bed, had, not had sure. If, that's why Smokey Bear tells you to put had your fires about out. It. Did you, you put dirt on the coals? You got to stir the coals. You got to stir Look, I, I put it out for, for what I think at 2.30. And so if nothing's blazing up at 9 o'clock at night, I think I'm good. That's a seven-hour run. Did you check with Bob on what to do? No, I didn't. I probably should have. When we lost Kelly Morris, it's like we're none of us know what to do anymore. When he left the crest. Like a perfect example, Rick, about Man, he, this. He was a rock. We've got these big tr- – this is this is my rock, okay? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and we don't talk all that much. I wish we talked more. Yeah. And so the perfect example, those trees that I cut down at the hill, he stopped his truck up there one, one day when I was cutting one of them down and, and, and said, hey, that's looking good. And I just – I mean, I felt like, yeah, oh, okay, Bob, hey, Bob Bob's approves. Approved. If, Bob, if Bob approves, who el- who cares about what everybody yeah. else thinks? Because right. Bob approved of it. Do you know who got me to buy the battery-operated chainsaw that I bought? Kelly Morris. There you go. <laughs> so he he's sent me he's your Bob. He sent, he sent me – he was – well, he was. He left the crest now. Now it's – we're in chaos. We're looking for the next solid guy to come alive that you go, if he's doing it, we're good. And it's certainly not me. No. If they see me doing it, everybody questions it. Right. You know, that, watch out for that. And, yeah, uh, what are you doing? Right. It, it's a, it, but yeah, I know what you mean. And you all, and you find yourself seeking their approval. Yeah, I do. Yeah. He drives a diesel truck. Mm-hmm. How many attorneys you know drive a truck like Bubba's? Oh, I'm talking about oh, Bubba's right. diesel. You sure he's an attorney? It doesn't sound like it. He, I know. I know. When you said he was classy, I went, well. I'm telling but, you. But I mean, it, it's a. Uh, there's so many things. But, well, <laughs> maybe he's just a financial guy. What kind of what kind of attorney? I don't know the details. I know mm-hmm. he worked um Social Security. No. Something wrong those um, Yeah. He he was like assistant DA at one point. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um <clears throat> I forgot. Or as an assistant to the DA. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what all the titles. But he got out of that. He's not doing that anymore. See the, the I don't know enough about him. You know why I don't hang out with him as much as I need to. Well, you're around old. Well, you ought to and bring I, him and, invite him up, sit around the fire pit, and y'all talk about right. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. but thank you, Bubba. That's what you should do. I'm then. afraid you won't approve my fire pit. Well, the new one you would. I got to wait till I get it like I like it. Watch out, watch out too. I've noticed because you know my wife is uh, obsessed with fire, and uh, which is why she married me. But the uh, but but <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, but but I've noticed you can make your fire pit either too low or too high. Yeah. Too low, you, you can't get the heat off of you. On times you just want to enjoy the fire. Okay. Too high, when you want to heat the fire, you can't get it. Okay. You, and it's I've noticed, we, yeah, we, you got you got to watch. Be careful. You want me to show you the two extremes and show where you need to be because we got one that Sherry thinks is a little too high, and then we got one that's just basically rocks. Now you can. Yeah. Well, and you brought up the refrigerator too. I, I want to table that for about a week because there's you? some things unfolding there that mm-hmm. yesterday was not good on that front. It didn't sound good. It wasn't. It wasn't. They got to bring another one. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that means damage. Yes. Mm. Good bit. <laughs> More damage. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant dudes. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. 21 minutes past. Everybody say it. Going down around the corner, man. All right, so as we come back, did you hear Speedy come in here a minute ago? And he says, you know, he's relatively new to his new neighborhood. I mean, he hasn't been in the Cove, what? How long you been? How long has Speedy been in the Cove? Listen, him moving to the a Cove year. fits him perfect because he loves to greet people and all that. And he's one of them neighborhoods you got to acknowledge everybody. Oh, he's, he's an over A little over a year. And I think <laughs> from what he said a minute ago, I think he's the Bob. Yeah. Are you saying that you think you're the Bob? Of 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 the cove this a lot quick? of responsibility this well, this no quick way. that's hey, a so little fast I'm, I'm just gonna not. tell you what happened and you tell me what you think all right I'm getting the garbage and I say at the road and I hear Calvin and, so and I, how was it Calvin so they call you Calvin yeah and I'm looking around mm-hmm. and she's like will you come light you, my pilot stop talking and I'm and like focus. what and she said did, did, I, didn't the doors write a song about this. Right. Well, I'm not sure about when that. When have you ever lit a pilot? Almost, have you ever done it before? You yeah. almost sounded like Nopey right there. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I don't like dealing with that. And I apologize yeah. for the so voice. So somebody in the cove, and it sounds like it was a woman. Yep. Somebody in the <laughs> was cove. Was her husband not home? Uh, no, no. And it was a back porch situation, which, by the way, they have got their back porch the way they like it. They have got a covered, screened-in porch, and it has got like a fireplace built-out chimney and everything. You're welcome, Rick. And 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 um, uh, and so anyway, she said, "Hey, our pilot is out. Will you come? We cannot, for the life of us, get this thing lit." Okay, and I'm you like, said, "Have we, you ever lit a pilot?" Uh, and and so, so and so yes. I mean I haven't. I haven't. Hey, by the I've way, can I tell you this? It is frustrating as crap. It is. Because I've it always is. been all. Oh, there. Oh, because you're, you're trying to you're yeah, trying to like, hit. I don't like all messing with. Oh, the, you're the trying gas. to hit the igniter no, and you're yeah, just like clink 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 clink. So wait a minute, Speedy. Let me be sure that that a that a lady in your neighborhood asks you to come to her back porch and light her fire. Well, I, she didn't put it that way. It was, I mean, pilot was used, uh, and so I went. I went, and I'm, I'm just trying to. About twenty on, minutes baby, later, I came I'm back. Just trying to get the. To know, twenty minutes later, came back. Thing. It was lit. 
Did you handle it? Did, I, I handled crack, it? did your crack show when you went down? Uh, well, the, I was know, thinking like about that. Oh, yeah, because I was on both knees. All of, I mean, I was like cleaning stuff out. <laughs> Sorry about the crack, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Craig. And then I even got her remote to work. So you, oh, well, you put why, batteries in it? Why you were the, why <laughs> so you are handyman. <laughs> you, you're the Bob of the Cove. Well, you're saying. Hey, put batteries in the remote. Also, Rick. was asked by another neighbor if I could help move something. Yeah, I think Bob, he's become the Bob of the Cove. Mm. Do you feel like people I think need your use, approval? Well, I think they asked me. Because that's for, the way I, I feel think, uh, To be honest with you, I think they asked me because of, of help from my boys. They see yeah, them, and they think, okay, they game. can move something. Yeah, that's true. Right. Well, I, it sounds like you've become the Bob. Well, I'm just well if saying. anybody needs a pilot light lit, mm-hmm. they need to call you. How about pilot light? Uh, hey, let me tell you something. Zero. You got to get it down, and you got it right at the pilot. You're like, click, 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 nothing. I've got a no, pair of glasses. If, you're not, if you're not careful, you'll burn your eyebrows. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Luckily, it was outside, so the wind was blowing. Yeah. See, this okay. is what happened. Speedy's hair Hurricane <laughs> Zeta came through, and because it's an outs- outside little area, the wind blew that out, I bet. How about this? We have gas lights. That were put in the house mm-hmm. when it was built. Yeah, twenty years ago. Do you know how many times I've used them? Mm-hmm. Maybe two. Really? They're hot. You, you know why? They're hot. You know why they're too hot? And the pilot light won't stay on. Mm. It's, it's, and, and if I need to just have them completely redone, but I, I've never gone so around. You, right. you probably these are the worst gas logs <clears throat> in the history of houses. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Who, I don't know who put these in. They're terrible. They've, the, ne- the they've never jet, been worth the crap. The little mm-hmm. jet on your pilot lot may need replacing, Rick. They, well, here was my go. Here was my go to. Might need to vacuum the line out a little bit. Did you say that? It's probably some lint, some dust, and, yep. and all that kind of gets in there you gotta and clogs keep it the clean. line. Gotta keep yep. it clean. Uh, for some reason, I went to that. I don't know why. Because you're the Bob. That's why. Well, Rick, I have a set of gas logs that's never been lit. It's never even been hooked up after I paid for them because Lisa designed this mantle. <laughs> oh, I remember And it that. looks good. Out of sheetrock she'd seen in a magazine. Well, well, did we know, you know, depending on how f- far out it goes, the higher it's got to be above right. the fire. Correct. Correct. And it goes on out, and it's not very high above it. Uh-oh. So guess what? I have nice logs looked at it's never been lit, because if I do, they'll melt in my mantle probably. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So it looks good, and you can go by and hang stockings on it, stuff like that, but you're not going to have a fire in it. Yeah, we don't, we don't have any. Our fire are, are there, I guess there's what, uh, code yeah, rules for how high that. and how far it has yeah, to be Yeah, because this was, you know, the, the <clears throat> basically she told the guy what she wanted, and he just made it out of the sheetrock. Mm. But you got to if, if further out it is, the higher it has to be from the flame. I will right. tell you this: the well, ha- can you not put a I don't know. deflector on the bottom? Uh, you of know, it you probably or? can, but I got so frustrated with it, I just put, said, "Well, it looks a, good. Let's just look at it." Can you put a fan around the fire to blow the, the heat out? Uh, I may revisit it after thirteen. I, years. I just hate to. You got one you can use. Yeah. Well, hey, the, it's baby's ready, ready the, to go. The best ones I ever had was at the first house we ever lived in when we moved it to Birmingham. A lot of money too. Mm-hmm. Sure. And and and, they, and there was there was an old fireplace that was in this house, and it was a beautiful fireplace. Yeah. And I do not like fireplaces for with wood because I think they're a mess. I it, love the it, way they smell, but oh, I don't. I, I don't do want to have to tote the wood. Well, your house ends up smell, your house ends up smelling like, smell like your campsite. Mm-hmm. So I had the big giant rock fireplace, and I went and got. I'll never forget the name of them. It was called the Texas Bonfire. And, <laughs> and let me tell you something. You you still opened up right. the, mm-hmm. the, the flume and all. They were not vent they were, ventless. Yeah. They were vented. And and you would just go over there and just. And, and, and the way yeah. they burned, it looked just like a real pile of wood in there. Uh-huh. And it had a lot of room in there. Oh, like yeah. you said, they were the, whatever the ones one where the chimney still And it looked better because yeah. the, the yeah. fireplace was already burned yes. from wood, so it yes. looks very realistic. Yeah. Now, I've never been able to duplicate that. You're talking about the Texas bonfire? Oh, mm-hmm. but let me tell you, that thing meant business. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
we've got chaos on our our street because we've had a big turnover mm-hmm. and, we, and we lost our bob and we've mm-hmm. we've had a lot of families that lived on the crest for a long time and they've all they're moving like at high rates to they're downsizing or moving to the lake full time or whatever so we've got an influx of new people and there's some uneasiness there mm-hmm. and at this point right now we don't have a true bob can I ask you about you, a bob do you can, feel like can a lot I, of moved after you moved there Rick? oh yeah yeah, I mean, I moved. They were already there when I moved there. Now they've moved away after me being there years. Mm-hmm. You lost I'm, Bob's. I'm, I'm becoming Bob. the person on the street that's lived there the longest. Ooh, I've realized that I. You're the patriarch. Can, can, I, a, can yeah, a Bob, I'm not a Bob though. Can a Bob help find a, uh, another Bob? Mm-hmm. I mean, like in other words, if like no. let's say they call me no. and it's something that I don't know what to do, mm-hmm. my ability to find another neighbor to help is that is that a gift as well? Like you know what I'm saying? I like I'm not I as I, I can't. I'm not as handsy when it comes to certain you mean hands tasks. On? You mean hands-on? Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. say handsy yeah. based on Now you're talking stars. about Jody. Yeah, you just, you, you just let somebody's pilot yeah. light, now you're saying you're handsy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hands-on. Yeah. Hands-on. Thank you, Rick. Yeah. Bob is just like handy a, Bob handy. is a force that people look at and go, I need that guy's approval. I, I don't do this in my yard or whatever without yeah. that guy. And he because does he, do it. Not obnoxiously, yeah, he's, just his presence alone. He's an expert. He is. I mean, he's, he's, just, a, he's a needed he's a man's voice man of I've known. Been, I've been asked to relocate a tree for one of the neighbors. You are the Bob. Good night. Relocate a tree? Yeah, got to dig it up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. 35 minutes past the hour. Phone calls coming in. We'll chat with you. And there's room. Harry Murdoch getting you set up and ready to go. All right, so let's uh, let's get this down. Where, where, in the closet, you know where it is. There's old videotapes. There's film reels. There's uh, photos. All these things. The, all the different old ways we used to document family memories. And now they sit there. And you do nothing with them. They're degrading. You have nothing to watch them on anymore. Wouldn't you like to go back and be able to simply relive these family members uh, memories with modern day technology? Well, how about you can? iMemories.com slash Bubba. This is fantastic. They easily modernize these old memories, uh, memories by professionally converting them to crystal clear digital format. Now, you can send them the old movies and photos. Uh, they send you a mail-in kit. It's very simple. You'll love this when you get it. You put everything in that box, and you just ship it back to them. And you will be sent back all the originals, so you always will have them. But the digitized copies will be either on DVD, thumb drive, or you can have them on the cloud if you want. Uh, so, And then you can sit down, and you can watch them on your you know, computer, your iPad, your phone, or, or the TV. So so go back to seeing and enjoying these memories the, ways you, the way you once did by upgrading all of them to, to something digital. Uh, go to imemories.com slash Bubba. Use the code Bubba25. We'll get you 25% off the first order. That's I-M-E-M-O-R-I-E-S dot com slash Bubba. Use the code Bubba and the number 25, and you get 25% off your order. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Uh, to the phones we go. Rick, uh, several emails wanting to point out that what Speedy's doing is not being a Bob. He's being a Jody. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba, not me. <laughs> I'm just saying what the emails they were fun. Right, right. And and um, to Todd in Birmingham, Todd, welcome to the program. How are you? <laughs> hey guys, how y'all doing? Good. You know, when I was growing up, 
when I was growing up, my dad was, was the Bob. I mean, you know, he, he could do whatever he wanted and everybody probably looked to him for approval. And yeah. I've met your dad, Rick, and, and I'm sure he's probably the Bob. And, uh, and so I, a couple of years ago, I moved about the same time Speedy did. A couple of years ago in our old neighborhood, a lady asked me to come light her pilot, uh, light. And then another person put on Facebook that they had old no shoulders in their garage. So I went and caught that snake and took it out and exterminated that. So, <clears throat> You know, I was 47 then. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to be the Bob. I'll just declare that I'm the Bob. Yeah. I'm not going to care what people think. And I've moved uh, to another neighborhood, like I said, about a year ago. So, hey, in my neighborhood, I, I think what helps you be the Bob is if you don't care what other people think. If something needs to be done, you just get it done. Right. And, and then, uh, hey, do it with confidence and just be done with it. And also, you're the guy that if you're doing it, everybody knows in the neighborhood it must be okay. It's approval. Yeah, you, 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 well, you, there's yeah, a, there's an expertise, absolutely. and with right. that expertise comes trust, right? And, yeah. I, and, and I'm admiration. A, I, I don't know who. Honestly, there's a guy, and and I, if he would be a little warmer toward me, I think he could be our Bob. And and frankly, where he positioned himself on the crest is, it's it's in that group of houses where we need our Bob to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, most bobs and, are very friendly yeah. and warm people. Yeah, and yeah was, they are. Yeah, they not are. not once has he asked me how's it going or anything like that. And I've done a couple of attempts to wave, and it probably because his kids play soccer. And 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 I, <laughs> I I usually get you know people soccer people is a difficult. There's a bit of a yeah a chasm we must cross. Yeah, and it's just I'm just have fun around, but some people take it pretty serious, you know and. It's just I, I just don't know. And then the guy that that took over our Bob's actual house, I just I, I'm not seeing much effort out of him at all. I don't even think he's feeding the deer anymore. <laughs> and, and and we had a massive buck that was in living in the neighborhood. That uh, you, know. you know when you see that I have a I have a friend that keeps taking pictures of a giant <laughs> buck in his yard. Okay, we have we have one. Which is gargantuan. Where are they staying in the daytime? Where are they living at? I know. Well, it doesn't seem like there's enough cover. Now I know some of them can hide in a potted plant. Right, I got that. Right, right. Uh, but wow, this thing's big. Well, I, I told you, I sent you the pictures of what's going on down where we are. You know, the the, the hurricane knocked down a lot of stuff. Including, oh yeah, including fences. Oh yeah, so yeah. It's, it's not down some really high fences. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. some of those guys? <laughs> I keep thinking, is there any way? these deer that have escaped that they will breed with the does that we have around before somebody takes them out boy you almost want to call a time out on everybody you yeah. think i'm you think i'm gonna get larry wayne on the same page with that <laughs> no, no probably not mm. no that's a once in a lifetime have you seen that big mug that's running i've seen several I pictures haven't, that, uh, i haven't showed you that picture no yet. i haven't rick seen i've it. even seen some that i think that they, didn't, they may not even have come out of a, a, a preserve area i think it just Flushed them out of the deep swamps Could because be. so many yeah. trees came down. Well, this one where it is, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of trees and, and a fence, and, and yeah, and some have some have moved on. Right, mm. right. Now, right. now their odds of survival are diminishing by the day as gun season approaches. <clears throat> yeah, you know you can get Countdown, through huh? you can get through bow season, but but once them them long rifles get out, <laughs> it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be. I, if I, I'm I, but I'm with you, Bub. If I could just say it, people people of Chilton County. Let's let these let's go through the rut and let these bucks go find women. Yeah, before we take him out. But I I don't think I'm gonna get everybody to go along mm. with that. Uh, plus, what will he do to the? Can you imagine the guys that think it's you know they're, they're kind of accustomed to the neighborhood and this guy shows up? <clears throat> Especially in this year, Rick, people are looking for something to turn this year around. Yeah, and they see that big daddy, oh, they're yeah. not gonna wait. Oh yeah. 
Uh, let's go let's to. Let's face it, 2020 hadn't had a lot of ups. Mm-hmm. Has it? Tyler, go ahead. <laughs> hey, Rick and Bubba. Hey, I got a question, man. This might be a little controversial, but I got a question. Okay. Based on what I've heard, I got one question. Is Gary considered a Bob? No. And I, no, and I'll tell you why. He's not warm. Yeah. He's not friendly, and he thinks everybody else is stupid and incompetent, <laughs> yeah. and he's the only person that knows what he's doing. Yeah. And, that's and he not doesn't live in your neighborhood. No. He lives in somebody else's yeah. neighborhood. That's not a Bob. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's the one thing. A, a Bob is, is out there reassuring people. He is. He's a, he's you leading. can be doing yeah. it the mm-hmm. wrong way, and yeah. he reassures you. He wants you to have confidence in yourself. He, and he, will, somehow, how he will somehow nicely show you how to do it right yes. without making you feel like an idiot. Yes, mm-hmm. he I, will. I remember when we first— And you wish you had more Bobs. And yeah. I wish I had the qualities that he has. Do you think anybody's going to wish we had two or three Garys? No, no. See, see kinda... unfortunately, I'm more like Gary, and I need to be more like Bob. There you go. Yeah, and see, Boy, Rick, we can all say that. You know, yeah. Speedy's such an overgreeter. I think that plays into his Bob role. Right, it does. Yeah, see, Gary's not welcoming the new people. At Speedy all. had a few more tools that were his. Yeah. He didn't have to borrow. He's like a, you're you my friend, our friends too. He's very oh, similar. Rick. I, I remember the first time that Gary and I rode around when I was new to the area, and he was trying to show me everything. Every single person that he pointed to, <laughs> hey. Don't have nothing to do with them. They're an idiot. <laughs> so finally, we get this one play. He goes, now, now I, I will tell you this. My cousin does so-and-so. I said, okay. So, so if I get in the bind here, call your cousin. No, don't call my cousin. He's an idiot. It's like not even yeah. his cousin. There's nobody. Yeah. Yeah, it's like every, if you don't, if Gary doesn't do it, then it's not done right, and everybody else is incompetent. So that's not a Bob. Everybody. A Bob's yeah. trying to create the next Bob. Yeah. You, you wish you had more Bobs to go around. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we all know that guy. Mm-hmm. Right. We had one in my neighborhood when I was growing up. Y'all would absolutely love my Bob. We need a Bob to step up. And I've always thought that Al Rio should have been our Bob, but he, he <laughs> he's really not. Fred Whitley was in our neighborhood. Really? He could build anything. Clifford in Gadsden. Clifford, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, it's Mr. Oz from first name of Clifford. I'm over here on the east side of Gadsden, and uh, we got a Bob in our neighborhood. He garners respect. He's very outdoorsy. Uh, used to love to chew red man tobacco, love to wet a hook. Man loves baseball. Uh, love but he, we call him Mac. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Are you talking about my dad? There you, go. <laughs> you, talk about a, you talk about a gentleman that garners respect, takes control, can do anything. Uh, hey, he's the Mac Daddy, as we call him. Oh. We don't have a Bob. We got a Mac. There it is. What Love the, it. And that word Mac works, too. Yeah, Mac. He does. You know? he, he's, he is talking about my dad, by the way. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> he's gasping. Hems, do you, do you appreciate your dad being a Bob enough? Or you, yeah, you no, I don't. I don't give him enough Bob. on it. I don't give him enough on it. Um, you don't go to him for information more like you should? No. And I and, and that gentleman there, uh, there's hundreds of guys that have stories like that about my dad. Yeah. A Mac, you can be a Mac yeah. or a Bob. Yeah, Ted and and I are you to, too close to the Bob to see how great the Bob is? That that's a very that's very good. Can't that's say, very good, Bob. You know we we've all been guilty of that. Yeah, yeah. Ted in North Carolina, you're not unique in that game. Ted, go ahead. <laughs> hey, how you guys doing? Good. Hey, yeah. I'm um I would say I'm like a little Bob in the neighborhood, but it's uh, somebody else who's, who's like the big Bob. Yeah, you uh, always everybody have a knows Bob. that. Yeah. And this is, this is a funny story. You're you know, a Bob in waiting. Yeah, well, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so we, we help each other out, do different things, right? So I had, I had a tree I needed, I had to take down in the yard. I was nervous about it. He said, hey, don't worry, you know, be, come over to, to help me. So I have a picture of this. I have a really long, I have a 300-foot driveway. It goes down to a drainage ditch, and it goes back up to the house. And the tree is around the bottom. So we are cutting the tree. He's cutting the tree. And all of a sudden, this guy's not afraid of nothing. All of a sudden, he 
points up my driveway with a fear of God looking on his face. I'm like, what could this be? Wouldn't you know, here's a neighborhood woman running down the driveway. She's looking for help, and I'll tell you why. And the tree's about to fall, and I, I fall, and I scream at her, stop! And she stops, and the tree falls right in front of her. Good God, I would have killed her if, she had, you know, if I hadn't got her to stop in time. Yes, so it turns out she's looking for help. She had a water leak in her house, and she's, she's um, not Native uh, American to, to American, whatever kind of accent, and doesn't speak English real well. And like, water, water everywhere. So it turned, she had a water leak, and we had to go turn off. We had to find the water hookup for a house. It was oh, a big yeah. panic. Bob always knows and, where the water cuts off. And he's got the tool to cut yeah. it off. Yeah, you know it. Yeah. But, well, he does have the tool, but we were down at my house, and I don't have the tool. He's like, Ted. <clears throat> you never get you, you um, <laughs> get two uh, uh, what do you call pliers? Since we got two pliers, we're able to turn the thing just barely. Hey. Oh, look, when you, when you uh, Bob, you ever notice how people go? Where does the water cut off here? Bob always knows. Yeah, yeah. he knows you about. Know, he, he knows about where that it big should key. be. Yeah, no. yeah, because he knows where it should. You got be. that big T. That's yeah. hey, that's the key. He knows where it should be. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So he's experienced, and he's there's no greater feeling than for a Bob to say, "Hey man, I like what you do in those edges. That looks good." Man, you talking about build a little guy up? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I like that fire pit. Thank you, Bob. That's what I'm waiting on. Yeah. That's what I'm striving for. I know. It's not there, though, is it? No, no. We got about a month. You know what I like about Bob, though? He's not, see, he's not critical. He just doesn't say anything until he's ready. That's it. Yeah, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and it's eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. O'Reilly Auto Parts, upcoming events. Uh, start looking ahead uh, to 2021. And, uh, we, boy, there's a lot out there. We'll, 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 let's point to a couple things you need to be aware of. Uh, Man Church one-day event. Now, this is more than just a gathering. This will be uh, kind of a, uh, an all-day, almost like having a men's conference, but doing it in one day. Uh, it's our one-day event, and we'll be uh, in uh, Charleston, uh, Missouri, coming up on January the 9th. Rich Wingo, Andy Blanks, and I will be there. Uh, we'll do a panel. We'll, we'll have different messages from the guys. We'll have some praise and worship, and they'll be starting the men's discipleship strategy there uh, going over the uh, for the next year and the curriculum that goes with it. So that is coming up uh, in uh, Charleston, Missouri, on January the 9th. And also make a note of February 19th and 20th, Pursuit Men's Conference in Dothan, Alabama. Our second year to do this uh, is that this is kind of our, our, our weekend where we have a Friday night and half a day on Saturday. Steve Farrar will join us. He'll do two sessions, one on Friday night, one on Saturday. Rich Wingo will be there, uh, Brody Kroll, and I will be speaking. Michael Adler, Chris Adler, uh, I think Greg may even join us and, and hang out with us a little bit this, this time on the Pursuit Men's Conference. So if you would like to find out more about that, February 19th and 20th, those are all in upcoming events. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts. For all your car care needs, get excellent prices uh, and customer service with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Bubba, have you heard – I know how you enjoy Coach O. Have you heard Coach O attempt to say Najee Harris? <laughs> I heard – I was sitting with Betty yesterday during uh, a sports segment on one of the one of the shows, and he was talking about uh, – the upcoming game, and Betty looked at me and said, what did he say? And I, she kind of laughed. She goes, your impersonation of, of him may be too good. I know. So listen to this. He's really tough with the mask on. Listen, he's trying to talk about all the weapons that Alabama has. You know, this is if we play the game. You know, COVID, right, COVID right. may run. 
See if you can pick up. I think it's an attempt at Najee Harris. Oh, boy. And see if you can uh, li- listen to this. Great team, great offense, uh, offensive line, Nigeria Harris, Devontae Smith, <laughs> Mike Jones, a tremendous job, Steve. Right, so is, is, does he get it out? So, can you can you hear it? It's like he's got a pause in the middle. A great team, great offense, uh, offensive line, Nigeria Harris, Devontae Smith. <laughs> That's right. Mike Jones, a tremendous job, Steve. So- I don't know what that was. So, uh, so I, I, I'm So, was it? Did it? Did it? Did he get it? It's you know? like he. It's like he got midway through it and he wasn't sure exactly how it ends. Nah, I almost want to hear it again because I want to. I want to focus in on something. I could be wrong. It's almost like he says Vonte Smith instead of Devonte Smith. Great team, great offense, offensive line. Nigeria Harris. Devontae Smith. I think he says D. Okay. It's hard. It's a lot of background noise. Yeah, there's and, a lot. And look, let's be, it's, it's hard enough. It is. Oh, yeah. You got challenges. Throw a mask on it. You really got something. <laughs> yeah, oh, buddy. Yeah. Hey, have y'all noticed this? I've been watching a lot out in mask world. Is There's a tremendous amount of leaning in. I'm sorry. What, what did you say? Oh, yeah. I, I, yes. And, of course, I, you know, my hearing's not great anyway. And, and you have people that are, like, at a restaurant because they keep their mask on the whole time. And they're saying stuff to you, and you just don't want to be. But you can't. I'm so sorry. I not, what, what did you say? And I kind well, of that at the DMV yesterday. Yeah, it yeah, lets yeah, you yeah, know yeah, how much you you depend on seeing people's facial expressions yeah. and their lip move to understand what they're saying. Yeah. So it's more than I thought it was. Yeah, I was at the DMV yesterday getting the tag thing done, and, and it wasn't crowded. It went real smooth. But now we've got the DMV. God love them. We've got them in mass behind plexiglass. Yeah, trying to hear them stuff. talking through an intercom. Do y'all have an intercom on y'all? No. I, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. They got plexiglass up. Now you got to talk through the we speaker. We have a little, little hole there. And Rick, and, you know uh, I'll get in that speaker and talk. Me too. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, do I couldn't. I couldn't hear it very good. <laughs> but I think we got everything done. Did was, you get frustrated with it with the no, speaker? It, a little bit, but it. Uh, but I was glad because there was no crowd. I yeah. got this satellite office that I found that's just life changing. Don't tell people. Great, about you running and, uh, it doing that? What and it makes such a difference. Don't you You're in and out? Don't you even mention it? And uh, mm-hmm. had to get the old high con- had to get the old high country tag, uh, the old Chevy yeah, Silverado. That's what I did yesterday. Yeah, that's what I did. Andrew the other Hurado, day. My high country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you, I, you know some states don't have that. They they do it through the mail. Do y'all yeah. realize that? Uh, like Tennessee, I don't think has DMV offices. Really? Well, you can do ours through the mail if if everything is just copacetic. You're just re-upping. Because yeah. I do it through the mail. But, but you're it, talking about like in this situation they do. Yeah, the, I, I, I mean we've been told that from yeah. people call the show. I don't know. Yeah, I, they, I don't know how you would do this the way we have to do this when you get a truck and it's still got time before it's renewed and you, you have to switch that, that tag to somebody else. But mine went really smooth yesterday. I did the same thing. Hit it with and there wasn't there wasn't a, a line. But the the conversations with these masks. But yeah, w- but here's what happens to me every single year. Is because you the, the cars will all come in. And it'll look great, and and I'll have oh good okay so I just I can do this in by mail get the sticker do this in by mail, and all of a sudden there'll be one with question marks. Uh, we don't we don't have the VIN number on <laughs> yeah, this one. Yeah, that's wrong like, with it. Then I'm like, well, well, well if I can't get them all, then I, then I might as well just go. I'm, I'm yeah, going. I'm, I'm, there's a few. You and, can't even have a. I can't wait to give them health care. 
<laughs> I, I'm noticing something. Uh, you about to do something else? I don't want, I'm noticing something with Greg because I think it's a perfect opportunity to to insert this because of his attitude about what you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. I've noticed something developing in the studio this morning that uh, Speedy is doing all he can to help Greg on an iPhone situation, and this one is not listening not to a me. word because you're not listening to it. No, because I don't want to do that. He is he he, he is said. doing a ton no, to help I'm Greg. Gonna, yeah, I got to make three. See stops. what I mean? That's so, it. I think See his face. I know if he ever gets I, if he ever gets that face on, just walk away. I saw Speedy a minute ago. Just walk, walk in here and go. I'll, just let me say this It'd one be last easier thing. To get a and mule, I appreciate it, but I don't want to do you that. You didn't appreciate it because you didn't even it. look at him when he was saying I don't anything do to that. you. It would be easier <laughs> to get a mule to kick a field goal. Yes, it would. <laughs> Rick, this is me. I'm done. Good. I'm done. I, I started, Your effort this morning was I unbelievable. trying to help because I just had so to get one. So I'm going to go to the there, Apple store, and then goes. I'm going to go. I'm not doing that. There I'm just goes. saying you don't have to. Now, you can there get it sent to your house, and now you're mailing stuff back in and all that. I was just trying to take out that step for you. Well, I'm not but, but, hey, store. Rick, Rick. You're done. Your I'm effort, done. buddy, Bob's was impressive. I'm done. I tried to help because I just bought one <laughs> for one of my kids. And you so, about experience? Yeah. So yeah, I was yeah. just trying to help. That's all. But, hey, look. And I appreciate it. Hey, I'm not your Bob. I, just, but I, I go, that's a good idea, but I ain't doing that. It's over. It's over, yeah. <laughs> hey, if she gets one, she gets one. I'm not your Bob on this. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Thanks for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler. The, the gang's all here, and we're all ready to roll forward with another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Reminding you, the new Rick and Bubba double CD, a radio pandem- pandemic. Follow the science. A radio pandemic is uh, available now. Uh, getting some great emails, people saying, this has really brought me some laughs here in 2020 that I really, really need. Only available in hard copies now, but you can get them at rickandbubba.com under the store along with all the other great gift ideas coming up from rickandbubba.com for the Christmas season. It is not available for streaming or digital download yet, uh, but uh, everything has been sent in, uh, and our distributor has is trying to get those to all those different uh, platforms. As soon as it's available in that domain, we'll let you know hard copies only right now. And those are limited in supply. Welcome back. Look right there. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubba, how are you? Well, Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. And we thank all of you for spending a few hours with us each and every day. Talking about people needing a much-needed laugh, Jennifer says she's in quarantine. Jennifer, how are you doing? Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. We're great. How are you doing, Jennifer? Well, we are free for our second time. We started quarantine October the 16th. 
literally got out the morning of the 31st and tested positive that day and right back in that night. So Good. Not so are you having symptoms? Um two of our boys did um back on the weekend of the 16th. They were the ones that tested positive that started it and then uh my husband and I had just minor um symptoms and all is good except we're just tired of well, we love each other, but not this much. Yeah, the quarantine <laughs> part gets it, it, it starts messing with your mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. Um, it's uh, man. And, and two, I think even two people that love each other need space and need to have you know things that they do. And I mean, that's part of the whole balancing act, don't you think? Yes, yes. But I just wanted to thank you guys for a great show. We've enjoyed it. We, uh, my husband and I, have actually been teleworking from home during this whole time, and. Um, you all are our sanity in the mornings to get our coffee going and caffeine going and to listen to you all. And I just wanted to thank you for a great show. Oh, uh, well, Jennifer, you're too Thanks kind. What, what, uh, what part of Kentucky are you from? We are in the far western tip. Far western tip. So yeah. how, do you, how do y'all get the show um, on, on what, what format? Um, 106.1, I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. For, on the radio. Yeah. Thanks a lot. I'm glad that you guys have been able to get the show and hope it's helped you, you know, pass the time. Well, it does. You want to keep us on our toes and keep us laughing in the morning. Well, well good. good. Thanks. And good luck to you. I hope you get yeah. out soon. That's right. Stuck in quarantine. Mm. Look at this. Lee and Meridian. Listen to the buzz. Similar situation. Oh, Lee, go no. ahead. Hey, good morning, brothers. Hey, how are uh, you? Uh, well, you can't have nothing, you know. <laughs> uh, this is my 46th wedding anniversary oh, no. with my sweetheart, and um, I've got covid and uh, so I haven't been able to get out, get out to get her anything, or we can't go out to eat. She's in the other room. Haven't touched her or kissed her or hugged her in the last six days. Anyway, if y'all could just sing happy anniversary, baby, uh, that, that, would be, uh, that would make our year. I'd appreciate it. One, two, happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. I'm in the other room. Lee, how, how are you doing, Lee? Are you having symptoms, or how are you making it? I got symptoms. It's up and down, good and bad days. Uh, right mm-hmm. now, I'm on the upswing a little bit, but it's, it's, it's been rough. It's been rough, but how's God's it, been faithful. How is it affecting you? Breathing? Uh, a little bit tired. That's it. No, absolutely hey, no energy. Can't walk from one room to the next without yeah. just needing to sit down. Very tired. Yeah, Bubba's gone. Oh, wow. oh wow! Yeah, well, no, that's that's the biggest. Well, Lee, thing happy anniversary yeah. to you and your Lee, wife. Hang in there, brother. Thank you, brother. Uh, God bless y'all. Yeah, you too. You man. too. There it is. Lee's in a good mood, mm. considering he I felt, is. I felt like I should have had a mask on. I know. Yeah. He sounded like he had it. Man. He did. He did. It's uh, rare. Most people I talk to don't sound like no, they have it. Lee did. He hang did. in there, Lee. Yeah. How about boy? Now, if you if you've got it, that's right good. Now, you, Rick, you, you really want this medicine that they've got out to come on? Don't you? Well, here's what yeah, I, politics quit playing a little footsie. And let's get something. Here, here's what yeah. I don't understand because yeah. you keep hearing. You remember what I said nobody knows what they're talking about when it comes to COVID. <laughs> so the other day, someone says they had a family member and they've got what you would call classic stomach flu, and I'll leave it at that. Right. They have zero symptoms with breathing, hmm. zero upper respiratory. It's all like you would have a stomach horrifying flu, mm-hmm. but yet they tested for COVID. Yep. Hmm. You but know, we really you're a different and, and I've I've tried oh, to find Brody started off with his was yeah like that. Mm-hmm. I've tried to find stories. I it's very hard to track the flu numbers and other things because everything's getting under that COVID title. Yeah, that's what I mean. 
you wonder if we're just not all throwing it in, into the COVID camp. Uh, Jim in Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Jimmy. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Monkey grass and green acres. How you doing today? Good. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Go ahead. You know, I've been listening to the radio for the last week, and I'm just wondering, you know, no one has brought up the, you know, the the, the vote mining or the, the primary rigging of Hillary Clinton in 2016. You know, she was accused by the DNC chair and um, – I want to say Biden. It wasn't Biden. It was uh, uh, the other opponent, but he was leading. Bernie Sanders. Bernie 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 Sanders. Sanders. He was leading it up until late in the the election, and then, you know, she just come forward. And, you know, this election is, you know, if they're going to do it in their own DNC primary, you know, the the Democrats, you know, why would they not do it in a major election, especially a presidential election? Well, I I haven't heard anyone talk about it. Well, one way that that was, I can answer some of that. One way they were doing it was because of the superdelegates. And the superdelegates were like uh, special people that the Democratic Party pointed out to be a superdelegate to begin with. And they could vote for whoever they wanted to. And then the election actually placed the other ones. But in several cases, Bernie got more votes than Hillary. But but when you count in the superdelegates who were in the bucket for her to begin with, that's why they got to be a superdelegate. She got more delegates out of a state. So, And it's a Democratic internal thing, so they can do it however they want to. Wow. Jeremy and Selma. Jeremy, go ahead. Hey, I was just wanting to say, uh, who else is kind of sit back waiting on the uh, this miracle vaccine that they're talking about that Pfizer just come up with? Uh, they're waiting to release this as soon as Biden takes office, if he takes office, uh, and it's going to be some kind of miracle thing that he come up with. Yeah, I, I think uh, if, if there, there's some accusations now. I don't know if they're accurate or not from the Trump administration. The people at Pfizer are saying that it's not true that they were making this progress and they waited till after the unofficial announcement of uh, Biden winning the election, uh, then they came out with their information so it wouldn't be credited to Trump. But right. if, if we all can think, clearly none of this is credited to any president. It's, yeah, it, it, is, it, is, it is scientists and medical teams out there who have denied the government money because they want to be able to use capitalism themselves and not have the government right. interfering in what they're doing, it really doesn't belong to any president. Well, and two, mm-hmm. think about this. But you're right, Trump, though. It will be spun that way, Jerry. Trump was saying that this was going to be out before the election. So he even said uh, maybe on election day. So it's it's fairly close. And I don't know. Maybe somebody delayed it a day or two. I, I don't know. Who knows? Well, but he, I'm just glad that they're making progress with it. I hope it's effective. I hope it's safe. And I hope we can get it out as soon as we can. And I know not everybody is going to be fired up about it. I probably won't charge the gate to get one. But, you know, after we get it out there and it's proven effective, I'll probably get it. Yeah, if you if you're, like everybody else. If you're not getting it because you think it was something Trump was tied to, he had nothing to do with the, no. the vaccine. And, and neither will Biden. And I no, really don't. It just I, happened under their watch. Look, Democrats and Republicans are dying from this. Yeah. Okay. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, and we thank you for being with us. Phone calls still coming in. We're trying to see maybe this hour, maybe. 
we might talk to Span about the, the latest uh, hurricane of brewing. And uh, it's uh, kind of all over the road. Nobody knows which way it's going to go. And see if he can give us kind of an update. Perry Murdahl taking your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, let's go to uh, Bruce in Nashville, Tennessee. Bruce, go ahead. Hey, by the way, rolling down the highway behind a recycling truck, and it is just spewing trash everywhere. Something's funny about that. I don't know. <laughs> um, hey, I got I got an idea to pitch. You guys fill in the cracks. Maybe you can maybe you can pitch it to the uh, ad agency. So you know the insurance commercials that says we can't keep you from turning into your parents, right? And that you know, and just there's it. a thousand scenarios. Yeah, they're very funny. What about what about the whole Bob thing? Like, what if there was a, a they could make twenty of these? And Bob keeps showing up in every scenario and saving the people that are struggling with something. And then at the end of the commercial, you find out that Bob also uses that same insurance. Y'all could pitch that and make a make a million easy off that. Yeah, that is a good. Or, or maybe you find out Bob is really an agent for this company, mm-hmm. and he's the one that reassures everybody in the neighborhood that everything's yeah. going to be okay. There you go. And they're just picture after picture of him looking over at what you're doing, looking, going, "Good job." <laughs> yeah. yep, that's the way. I boy. That's the way I would have done it. Uh, let's go to Frank in South Alabama. Frankie. Frank. Hey, how y'all doing? Appreciate you taking my call. Sure, Frank. No problem. Hey, just want to say that, uh, th- of course, in the 2016 election, we know that they thought Hillary had it locked in, you know, locked in the bag, and yeah. we know what happened. But but this time they said uh, the head of the Democratic Party got to huddle up a few months ago and said, we're going to leave no doubt this time. Leave no doubt with coronavirus and mail-in ballots that, that uh, we will win this election. And so no matter what number Trump had, there's still ballots in a warehouse. You know, you know, we're just going to count as many as we need to win. So they left no doubt for sure. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, thanks. Well, we're seeing some of this. Um, the Georgia senators, which are afraid they're being played in all this, and they've got the runoffs coming up, they've called for the Secretary of State there in Georgia to resign. And, and he's a Republican. Right, saying that, that this has all been mishandled mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. poorly. Uh, so that that's out there, uh, and and we also we so the um, did you see the I don't know if we have this yet the Washington Nationals have invited Joe Biden to throw the out of first pitch yeah mm-hmm. like, what, in prediction April? what do y'all think it's gonna like, look like back in in April yeah well given his age I'll say I bet he can't throw I have to yeah. do it underhand surely right. after forty seven years he's thrown a few of those out right I can right. see some footage by then yeah. will it be Kamala. Yeah, April's a long way away. <laughs> She's going to pitch underhand fast speed. Yeah, hey, hey, it's a long way away. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and um, and and another one, and we'll look for it and try to uh, before we leave today. And I meant to do this already, and I forgot about it. Helmsy brought it up. He said that there's footage out there. Have you seen this thing where this uh, is it a canoe or, or something? Oh, that, that whale and the whale yeah. tries to eat it. Mm. Hey. Yeah, they're out on a whale watching hey. canoeing trip. Hey. hey. I don't I want to be in a canoe with a whale. Whales no, do not go together. I want to be in a big boat. Yeah. Big, right, huge. So here it is. We're looking at it right now. So why would I be out there around whales in something that small? And we're about to find out why. Well, Rick, whales are gentle. We're about it. to find out why. And I, would, I doubt it meant to. But. Well, Greg, but that, that's their instinct. Like it makes you, you think of the the story of Jonah a little bit. That, it? that is too small. Oh my goodness, y'all! That's a straight up attempt to eat. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know, and look it, at the bird. And look you, at that one ranch. He's backing uh-huh. up, and he's like, guys. I mean, put it in full reverse. Well, where'd it go? I'm right, talking so, about. So it. watch it. You'll see it start moving, and everybody's all excited because they think they're so fired up about seeing a whale. Mm-hmm. And, they, and look, all of a sudden, I mean, that is the mouth, and, oh, yeah. and, and you're in the mouth. This is Jonah. 
So did, did anybody did, did this survive? woman refuse to oh, go yeah, to Nineveh? They didn't, they didn't get hurt. Did this woman refuse to go to Nineveh? Did they? Were they in the whale's <laughs> mouth at some point? No, yeah. No, well, I, it looked I like so. it was kind of the 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 canoe kind of went sideways a little okay, bit yeah. and saved them. Or they might have gone. That, she that, wasn't that, in its mouth, but she could have brushed its teeth. Yeah, look, uh, look, yeah. like, what if you're that woman in front? Look at the mouth. I know it's above your head. I mean, it's way above your way head. up above your head. It's like you're pulling into kayak garage and you're up. I mean, you're. I don't know how she didn't go in the mouth. What is that humpback? Yeah, if if they fall out of their little seat, look, then they're look, they're down in there. Is she going the whole, in the mouth? Is yeah, she the, going in the mouth right the there? The more I look yes. at the whole canoe is in its yes. mouth. My goodness, it's just the tip of it hump sticking hump. out. Do you think it, it just decided this is not tasty? I'm letting it go, or did the, the, the water knocked it out of its mouth, didn't it? When it went down to Quincy, I think it was confused once it tried mm, to bite it. Good gracious, Rick, once that, you is, talk well, that is horrifying. You know, I thought all they do is eat krill. Apparently not. <laughs> is, there, is there any audio with this? Is there any screaming or hollering? Yes. Okay. Can we clear it? Don't do it. Okay, he said don't. Well, Adler's uh, saying yes, and no. he's saying no. Let me tell you, if I was in the whale's mouth, you couldn't play it. No, <laughs> you absolutely couldn't play it. <laughs> what you'd, the? You'd have to pass on that. <laughs> but, but, you know, I'm just being honest. Whale I don't want to lie But, but this is not the nature of the whale, we're always told. Oh, my yeah, goodness, y'all. Rick, I didn't realize its lower mouth was up well, under it. I thought it was trying to eat them birds. Rick, I thought it was the water. To begin, first time I saw it, I thought the lower part was water pushing it up. It they're in the whale's mouth. How did they get out of that? I think the, what, bu- the lady in the back is completely in there. I think when it comes down, the buoyancy pulled it back out, and they had right. enough connection to wow, it. Wow, Rick, right. buoyancy. Okay, yeah. but where is she at? She's up in there. She's in there. She's in there. She, and she that paddle out? helped her a little bit. What if she? What if you fall out of the seat and all of a sudden the canoe is there and then you're off in it? By the way, did you not notice that the other kayak uh-huh. person not very helpful? No, I know. Hey, come out, come out. Let, let me tell you, there's no Bob there. Talk about backstroke. If I'd have been in the red one, one right there, Rick, they would have thought I'd put a motorboat on that. Oh, thing. Wow. oh yeah, I, I know you would have back. I know you would have backed up. Like an airboat. You let Brian hit the floor. You backed up. I'd have backed up together myself to a defensible position. So you could help others. Look, not not near hard enough, Rick. That red one was just hey. That red one was not paddling hard enough. Bo and Jim a shock. Bo, go ahead. Yeah, you don't uh, yeah, know what you saw. I just wanted to say, if y'all look real close at the video of the whale, you'll see thousands of tiny fish right in front of his mouth. I think the ladies were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, it looks like there may be some uh, maybe tiny little krill or something. Because I fish. don't think those type whale eat anything as big. Well, that's as, what I'm saying. That no, I don't. So if you look on the top of the water, you do see, and that's why the birds are dive bombing. Yeah. yeah see what? What? Yeah. Because I thought a school of fish. What, watch right there. See? See the yeah, fish? Yeah, they're yeah. moving in the yeah. water. See? Oh, see the boy. fish. And I think he's just coming up trying to get a mouthful of it, mm-hmm. and they're in the wrong place. Yeah. Hey, wow. this is your area, Rick. You need bad to break Well, down. note to self, if you're going to be in a kayak watching whales, do not be positioned in the middle of a school of tiny fish. <laughs> no. When they're <laughs> breaking the surface. Because when that big summer gun opens his or her mouth, they're grabbing as many of them as they can grab. But if you're mm-hmm. in there, you're going with it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, we're probably mad that the, that the kayak messed up his fishing. Yeah. Cost, 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 okay. yeah, a pretty good I, scoop going until that kayak got the right. Have you ever seen how many things scoop in one it's big? crazy. Yeah, I believe that's but, a big old mouth. But look how big they are. They got to. Oh, Bubba. Huh? Can you whales. They, they're just wild whales. That's a big fish. You ever that's seen one in, in person? They're really big. Mm, well, we shaman. saw one at that show, Rick. It came up there and, you know, they brushed his teeth. Well, I'm talking about. You could have parked a Volkswagen. Yeah, but they'll hunt back. I've never seen anything. I've seen I the have. killer whale performing. I've seen yeah. them out there, the big ones. And yeah. it's did you go on a whale watch? Yeah, I did. Oh. <laughs> they take you on that boat? They did. <laughs> got him large. Had a bit of an altercation. Okay, well, that happens. Why does somebody know how to act? All right, well, uh, 
Look at all that. that. The same Look at thing? that. Yeah. See, see how many it got. Oh my goodness. Look at the size of that mouth when it comes up grabbing Ooh. as many fish and krill as it can. Wow. We'll be back. Bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. George Dr. Funkenstein Fitton, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba, the sexiest two fat men in the world, y'all. They've been giving up the phone. 35 minutes past the hour. Thank you, Dr. Funkenstein. All right. Uh, so as we make our way back, relieffactor.com. I already have my first dose uh, of the day. Loving Relief Factor. Uh, because now more than ever, uh, this is what it feels like, I guess, to be the Tin Man and the Wizard of Oz before the oil. Uh, and this really does help. If, you, if, you, if you're struggling with aches and pains due to inflammation, this could be an all-natural answer for you. Goodbye over-the-counters, and if it's, it's tough pain, you get into these opioids. Then you get into the addictive properties involving those. So how about something that you can take naturally every day for botanicals uh, that could be the answer. And for most everyone who tries uh, Relief Factor, it turns out to help. Uh, and it may be what you need. So get your three-week trial pack by uh, going to relieffactor.com or you can go to rickandbubba.com. It costs nineteen ninety-five to get three-week supply because you'll know inside three weeks that's been the norm, whether it is helping you or not, and hopefully it will. Uh, and for most people, it does. So so go now to relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors and get your relief factor, and then send us uh, your emails and or call us and let us know uh, how you are doing with it. And look forward to hearing your story of it helping, like we have so many others. Bubba, and the, and, and they're at the hospital right now, and they're about to have a baby. Patrick and Lauren. So, uh, and, and then what we focus on the baby's father uh, to try to uh, use science to predict correctly and accurately the gender of the baby prior to the baby being born. And uh, we have them at the hospital right now. So let me see. Uh, is this Patrick or Lauren? This is both of us. Both of you. Lauren, how are you doing? You know, we're doing good. We're making it. So uh, are you. <laughs> Big uh, day. Congratulations. Yeah. Are, are you. Thank in the- you. Having any uh, contractions and all that? Oh yes, yeah. we are in it. We got here at about one a.m. Oh, so we're getting so close. We're good. How 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 far along do they think you are? Uh, I'd say a couple hours. We're thinking a lunch, baby. But okay. I'm ha- I have an epidural, so I'm feeling pretty good right now. Okay, so <laughs> now we got you. All right, so is this the first child that you you two have had together? Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, uh, do you do you have? Don't tell us, but do you have any idea what you think you're having today? Uh, we do. I have a feeling. Yeah. Okay, but have you had a sonogram? Now these things are not as accurate as us. But have you have you had a doctor tell you what they think? Our nurse or practitioner? No, we have kept it a secret. Okay. All right. So you're about to know. Uh, is this going to be anticlimactic? <laughs> I don't think so. We just love you guys, so we want to know what you think. Okay. What's well, not? Our accuracy is extremely high. I mean, we're, we've been it, pretty good. We've been pretty good. All right. So, so Lauren, what does your your husband do for a living? Um, he works in commercial construction. 
commercial construction. Now, is he? Uh, is he's he? He's a uh, project manager. Okay. So he's a desk jockey. Yes. Yeah, you can say that. Okay, so yeah, you, you walk around the clipboard. You don't actually do anything. Yeah, do you you, you show up? <laughs> right. Do you right, show up? Right. He's yeah. not wearing a hard hat. Let's just say okay. that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. That, that's, well, that's important to know. Uh, what kind of hobbies do you have away from work other than the obvious? You talking about me? Or yes. Yeah, no, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. It's all focused on you now. We'll, yep. get, we'll get to how our body's reacting here in a minute. Okay. Patrick, saw you. I mean, that. Uh, I play the piano. I like to do different sports, hang out with friends. No, stop with uh, different sports. What type of sports? Football, okay. spike ball, basketball, well, ultimate frisbee. Ultimate frisbee. All right. Spike ball? What is spike ball? You slam it down. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. four guys in that game with the net. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen that around the beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. kind of like volleyball for short people. Mm. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh it's clearly a suburban game. <laughs> yeah. All right, so all right, let's uh so let, let's talk about uh Lauren, what type of underwear does he normally wear? Does he does he normally wear tidy whities boxer briefs, the loose boxers, or commando? <laughs> um, I would say he's a boxer briefs man. Okay. Is that is that right. pretty no you agree with that, Patrick? Yeah, I do. All right, so now we let's let's talk a little bit about you, Lauren. Uh your body, from about six months on, uh, have you craved more salty or sweet food? Uh, we have about three or four tubs of bluebells in our freezer at all times, so I would say sweet. Okay. Mm. All right. So sweet. what about the hair on your legs? Is it growing more or less or about the same? Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely more. Uh, oh, 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 Patrick. Uh, you can probably see them right now. What do you think? <laughs> I would definitely say more. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So you 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 do you agree with that, Lauren? Um, or maybe it's just harder to reach them to take right. care of that. Understood, but yeah. but, but, but you, your husband thinks that there's been there's been some. Lauren, you, yeah. What about right. what about He's hair? Right. What about hair popping up somewhere else that normally is not at? Yeah, where you normally like a yellow mustache or anything mm-hmm. like that, or on your no, stomach? No, I wouldn't say so. Okay, all right. All right, well, Bubba, I think uh, looking at everything that is before us, uh, I think it all lines up. I mean, we've got uh, we've got more hair growing. We've got a lot of sweet. We've got boxer briefs. Yes, he's a project manager, but it looks like he does try to get out there and get aggressive and and compete uh, in sports. Uh, and this is kind of a th- yeah. This is not as clear cut as I want it to be. Yeah, but what about do you do you sweat a lot, Patrick? Um. Yes, he's yeah, in the oven. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay good. Do you? Do you? You're kind of a hairy guy, or you, or not so much? Uh, not so much. Half half, yeah, no, not okay. so much. All right. I think we're. I think we. I think we're good, Bubba. I, th- I think we can get this. So, uh, Bubba, would you like to announce what we got? We well, think. We think you're going to have a little boy, a baby boy. Yeah, we think a baby boy is coming here at, at lunchtime. Who that is? Baby boy. Baby boy. And you know the name, any of the names Richard or William, they're really solid names. I mean, when when you think about, or even maybe William Richard, Richard William. I mean, these are really these are classic male names. Lauren, we're we're they just are. they never go out of style. Yeah. yeah, Lauren, we're just saying you're showing a lot of symptoms of a of a, a young man. That's that's where we think we're at. Mm-hmm. That's what we both think as well. So it, we'll it, see. it must be right if y'all think it. Well, send us a picture here in a few hours, and you know, yeah. there's, there's nothing that makes Rick and Bubba happier than a child to be born at lunchtime. And <laughs> and you know that old saying, and and it really holds true to this. Let us know how it comes out. <laughs>
Hey, we'll be sure to update you. Hey, thank, uh, thank so y'all for listening. Thank you so thanks much. Thanks for sharing this moment with us. Yeah, God bless you. Yeah, thank you. All right, All right thank y'all. There they go. God love her on Epidule. Mm-hmm. She just, she just all fired up and ready. Yep. yep. I got and, what and, a, what a, what a gift. It, well, it is a gift. It is and, uh, a glorious day. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, does that we'll, make y'all proud to be able to guess that? It does. If you feel like you're doing something, right? Uh, feel and, like we're contributing to right. the greater cause of mankind, right? Because <laughs> we failed on a lot of the fronts. <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't know if you know this in o, in, o, in o 2020 and current state of our We're country. We're looking for a win anywhere yeah. right now. We're like a team that's that's playing somebody for homecoming, yeah. oh, and it's good. forty to nothing. Yeah, and yeah. we're like, can we can we get a first down? Right. Can somebody just do something correct? I heard a, a game. There was a blowout. I was listening to on the radio, and I knew it was a blowout by this statement: fourth and seven, and we'll go for it. You know what the color guy said? Why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it's true. No, it's true. <laughs> Listen, we're mining for good news like a Democrat's mining for votes. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's sure. just, uh, my goodness. Mm, anything. Uh, anything right here. Jerry in the great state of Mississippi. Hey, Jerry, go ahead. How you guys doing today? We're, we're fired great. up. We're ready. Hey, wonderful. Thanks for all you do. Listen, uh, I served in Desert Storm, Operation Iraqi Freedom, and I was over there Thank when, you. Uh, you know, they were having their, their first free votes. Uh and it it just really saddens me to think that in this country we're to the point where we are now concerned about the legitimacy of our election and our electoral process. Um, I want to know what you guys think about it, and I'm going to jump off this. Okay. Uh, well, I, I think I think what you're mm-hmm. seeing a large part of it is that the election was so close, mm-hmm. and the other part that we changed the rules for some states in the ninth hour to go to this mail-in voting, which they'd never done before. The states who have done it, got it down, they haven't had a big problem. Most of these were just changed, and I think it's just a reflection of the country. Our country is very divided about the type of government we want and how we want to live. And and that's amazing to me that we're at that point. So let me ask you this, though, on that point, because I hear you. Do you think, honestly, though, that people have taken the time to be informed enough to truly view two different ideologies? No, or are no. They, are you, said, uh-huh. you said a few elections ago, and I think you were 100% right, it's turned into American Idol. Yeah. And, and do you think really people are more concerned and obsessed with the cult of personality than they are ideology, and they don't even really truly know what's at stake? There's that, one. I think it's an excellent point. Mm-hmm. Two— as we've pointed out, socialism, Marxism, communism has one really good thing going for it. That is, it's easy to sell to the uninformed masses. And that's the key. You're not. And a, that is the fact. You don't truly understand the two ideologies that are at stake here. No. And what you're saying is, orange man bad. So I go over to uh, folksy Joe, uh, and I and I. And I, well, I, like I don't even think it's that. I think this. I think this election, people voted against Donald Trump. It didn't matter who the other guy. No, was. you're right. And it was about a personality, not policy. Not ideology, none of that. No, it was American Idol. We don't like that guy. Right. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Two men who warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick and Bubba. Uh.
50-50, standing by an anonymous caller. Hey, Corn Pop, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing okay. I don't Female. know if y'all covered it, but um, on the interview you mentioned yesterday with Sidney Powell mm-hmm. um, on Fox News that happened on Sunday morning, the host of Fox News brought this up, and Sidney Powell confirmed that Nancy Pelosi's chief of staff is the chief executive at Dominion Software, and Diane Feinstein's husband is a shareholder in Dominion Software. And that may have been what Nancy Pelosi meant when she said, and it's out there for anybody to search for, it doesn't matter how the votes turn out. However the votes turn out, she said, Joe Biden will be sworn in as president on January 20th. Yeah, we've had this story, and we have talked about it in passing you know, there's so much coming out, and the new source now that, that has this out was the populist, and I was like, I don't, I don't know the credibility of the populist, uh, but they do have the list that that interview you're talking about as a potential to hear um, Sidney Powell talk about that as well, and it says the chief of staff is chief executive, and and uh, Feinstein's husband is a major shareholder at this corrupt ballot counting system of the system. So yeah, that that story is out there, but again, all these things uh, have to be proven. You know, it, it's one thing to say that I've got this evidence and that evidence, but you have to go through the process. I mean, we can all jump up and down and say, "Look, you can see exactly what's going on. Look what's happening. Look what's happening." But unless it gets in front of somebody that can rule that this uh, this uh, is a um, an election that was illegitimate, it's it's not going to matter. Well, it seems like this adds a little fuel to the fire of, hey, something's fraudulent here. I mean, y'all have acknowledged that. Something's not quite right. There have been some things that have gone on. They say this is a, quote, glitch that keeps happening. And this is easily checked information. As careful as Fox has been, I don't believe their host would have thrown this out there had Sidney Powell confirm it if they hadn't checked it to see if it was true. It's possible, but it doesn't seem likely. Yeah, no, that, 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 that is out there. Uh, and, uh, and so we, uh, we, we don't know the validity of it. And, and these things may be true about these people are in these positions, but then you can't prove that these positions were used to do anything, you know, on, on the votes. We, we don't know. The problem happened, COVID, which was um, – uh, I don't know. You know, you can you can decide where the gift is from. You know, uh, <laughs> whether it came where it came from. We do know that God allows everything that happens, but our choices and in, in the things we do in the in inside His sovereignty all works in this dance that sometimes is difficult to figure out. But when when the mail in vote was allowed to be used across the country, that's the day that the music died. Mm-hmm. Because it, it it opened up, and we've always had problems with corruption and and mail and vote harvesting with these mail in votes. We do not have it dialed in. People change the rules on how to vote, and when you're sitting there watching, I don't think any of us can deny, no matter what side of the political fence you're on, the vote in person was overwhelmingly Trump, and the vote 
by mail was overwhelmingly Biden. Now, is that just that Biden supporters are more likely to want to mail in their vote? Maybe. Uh, but when you got into this mail-in voting, once COVID, everybody said, well, under COVID, I mean, you, we just have to find a We can't put people at risk. Let them drive up to the curb if we need to. Let's not worry about signatures. Let's not worry about post uh, uh, postmarks being by election day. Let's not worry about when they came in. Take these mail-in votes and go over in the corner and sort them and out. Some of them don't even have to be witnessed or signed. Uh-huh. I mean, Rick, that's I mean, that's just one, once that was allowed, that's just dump a document dump then, and just always remember. And again, it's there, there. There's there may be no way to prove this, and I believe that what you will see. I know some people believe we won't see that. I disagree. I believe if the case cannot be made because of who we are, hopefully still a little bit at our core, mm-hmm. that the, the the transformation of power will be, will take place smoothly, even if Trump does not get his way. Oh yeah, well it will. Yeah, yeah. And, it really with or without his okay. Correct, because we the people can't allow that. We can't turn into to that. But I will say this: if if that when that mail in voting. Was a, remember always, and they're going to they're try this and have tried it, and they're going to continue to try it with the Second Amendment. Those who want the government to get more and more tyrannical, the greatest tool they use is fear. Well, you must give up that liberty for your safety. You, you, must, hey, well, you can't demand that anymore and put people at, at risk. I mean, you know, the, the, the people be getting sick far outweighs the chance we'll have a corrupt election. <laughs> I mean, you can't. You can, what if somebody dies from trying to go vote? Oh, yeah. And once they start laying down those cards and then you start giving ground and giving ground and yeah. giving ground. And, and so fear has been used for us to give up liberty and law and order more than any other tool throughout time. And our founding fathers warned us about that. And uh, you got to get to the point that no matter how afraid you may get, you don't give up liberty. You don't let the government have ground. Or you 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 keep the government in a role that they can't do that. Right. They have but, their place, but they stay in their place. But but there, there's a there's a process that we need to go through if we're going to go to mail in voting, and we didn't. We, no, we, that, we, that system's got a lot we, to be desired. We, we did a shoot, ready, aim. COVID's going to kill us. Let everybody meddle in curbside. Don't worry about dates. Don't worry about this. We got to change all the rules. It's COVID. Yeah, <laughs> and, and look, it, no matter who wins. Out of body, COVID. And we'll COVID. Ha- and we'll have to do this Tell again. What, Less what? than 1% of us are going to die. We'll, mm. we'll have this again in the near future. Mm-hmm. Uh, that system has to be fixed so that mm-hmm. everybody has confidence in it, right. winner and loser. But we, it would have never happened. The, the the left could have never sold this country on changing the voting rules no, in the in no. the in this this reckless form of mail in voting possibly if, illegally if, changing the method of voting if, the courts will decide if it wasn't for COVID yeah. COVID was was a opportunity that Saul Alinsky taught all of his disciples to follow mm-hmm. and they did it beautifully they did it beautifully well without shutting down the economy if COVID didn't happen I think Trump walks in. I think it's a landslide. Mm-hmm. Well, they did, but they saw that as an opportunity, right. and they yeah, took it. Right. Yeah. And they took it. Yep. As they were instructed to do, as it, as the little Solinskis. You don't let these things go. Well, we might you, need to borrow a page of that. You grab up. ground. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being with us. We appreciate you very much. If our time together is wrapping up, we'll Lord willing talk again tomorrow. 
If you got access to more Rick and Bubba content today, we might be talking to you in just a minute. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.